welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Aaron Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan, and we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB all those years ago. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We're going to reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today, we discuss season five, episode 11, Something Wild. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's like I wrote this episode. I know. Did you write the title of this episode? <laughs> um, written by Jeff Stepakov, directed by Michael Lang. This one originally aired on January 16th, 2002. Oh, wow. Welcome to 2002, y'all. Joey, Audrey, whoa, description from Wikipedia, sorry. Joey, Audrey, and Pacey go out to celebrate at a nightclub. Pacey has been promoted to chef. Audrey has been hired as a waitress at Civilization, primarily on her ability to banter with Pacey, which Danny explicitly cites as a selling point. And Joey has achieved a perfect GPA for her first semester at Worthington. Charlie's band is playing, and Charlie hits on Joey, though he gives up when Joey confirms that she knows who he is and what he did to Jen. Audrey tries to convince Joey to have some real fun. (laughs) (laughs) This culminates in Joey taking the stage to saying, I want you to want me and planting a spontaneous kiss on Charlie backstage. Dawson and Jen go back to Capeside to visit Gail and Lily, where they have their first fight over what Dawson will do with his life. Gail formally releases him from his responsibilities to the Leary household. And then the three, all three agree that Dawson should move to Boston enroll in the visual arts college and live with Jen and Grams. Wow. When you put it like that, it sounds real fucked up. Yeah, Dawson. Dawson, you're free. We've decided what to do with your life. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, my history is mysteries. Uh, January 1st, 2002. Mm. The euro is officially introduced in the all eurozone right. countries. Yeah, cool. The former currency of all the countries that use the euro ceased to be legal tender on February 28th. Yeah. Um, I went to Europe before that mm-hmm. for the first time and definitely like had to because I did one of those like yeah, yeah, yeah. like it was scheduled it was through I school know. yeah it was like you had to get Deutschmarks and then you yeah, had to yeah. get switch, Swiss Deutschmarks and then yeah. you had to get I mean even now you, if you go to England and your Euro trip you have to change yeah. to pounds yeah. yeah fucking England seriously <sighs> how can you be so great and so awful at the same time <laughs> Um, January 5th, 2002, Charles J. Bishop, a high school student attending Eastlake High School in Tampa, Florida, steals a Cessna 172 light aircraft and crashes it into the side of a Bank America building inspired by the attacks on September 11th. Bishop is the only casualty. I don't remember that whatsoever. That is the most Florida story I think I've ever (laughs) read on this podcast. No offense. I know we have at least one listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, Uh, January 8th, 2002. The No Child Left Behind Act is signed oh into law by President George W. Bush. <sighs> Great job, Bushy. Yeah. Yeah. Woof. Um, January 9th, 2002, the U.S. Department of Justice announces it will pursue a criminal investigation of Enron. I mean, smart. Mm. There was a lot of crimes happening. <laughs> Seriously, that's so fascinating. They're like... <laughs> I guess maybe we'll look A Justice this. Department that was appointed by the boss of a, you know, worker of Enron mm. is going to investigate said company. Nothing nefarious there. I don't know what Mm-mm. you're implying, Aaron. Yeah. Um, January 11th, 2002, the first de- detainees arrive at Camp X-Ray, a.k.a. Guantanamo Bay. Mm. Interesting. So wait, that didn't exist. Oh, it existed as Camp X-Ray before, but not as like a detention center? It was like a, a military base. Mm. It's like in the Spanish-American War, I think, which is actually yeah, yeah, yeah. involves Cuba. 
who is not named in that war title. Yeah. Um, I believe the U.S. sort of quote unquote got mm-hmm. the area that we call Guantanamo right. Bay right, 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 right. in the treaty. I know someone But that is literally off the top of my head, so please do not quote me on that. Y'all Google it before you quote that to anyone else. Yeah. Okay. January 16th, 2002, the United Nations Security Council unanimously unanimously establishes an arms embargo and the freezing of assets of Osama bin Laden, Al-Qaeda, and the remaining members of the Taliban. Hmm. January 17th, 2002, Mount Niriango... Niragongo, sorry, mm-hmm. um, erupts in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, displacing an estimated 400,000 people. Oh, gosh. Wild. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Yeah. January 18th, 2000. In an already unstable place, yes. too. Yeah. January 18th, 2002, the Sierra Leone Civil War comes to a conclusion with the defeat of the United Fr- Revolution United Front by government forces. Hmm. So. I don't know what to make of that, but. Nor do I. I, and I apologize but it felt for like that. a big but it felt like a big well, it was world. over yeah so we we're don't pro know. wars being over yes <laughs> i don't know who won and if it was a good thing or not yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know if anyone really actually quote won but yes <laughs> yeah and uh if you're in the united states right now who knows if wars ever end mm-hmm. um they don't yeah <laughs> especially the culture war the worst war of oh, all oh god oof Okay, number one movie is Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Mm. It, it was Still. number one for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, number one song, You Got a Bad by Usher. Oh, amazing, thank God. <laughs> back, back in the saddle. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, at number 11, we have Wherever You Will Go by The Calling, which you might not know by name, but if I played it for you, okay. it's you definitely know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely Another know. Another mall song. Uh-huh. And then um, debuting at number 71 is the Dixie Chicks classic, um, Some Days You Gotta Dance. Yeah. They were huge in the Bush administration. <laughs> we'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, we open at the Potter B&B. It's so cute. We finally see Bessie. Yeah, Joey's watching Wheel of Fortune. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, great job on vacation, Joe. That's what yeah, you should do. Seriously. Um, and Bessie comes in with the mail, and Joey's like, chomping at the bit to see her grades but she's like trying to play it cool i know it's so funny she gets her grades in the mail i uh, my next line is wouldn't they get mailed to your dorm i I know and can't you check them online i mean i believe that we could at that point i don't know did your mom not work at the university where you went and still has your grades memorized from college is that not what your experience is that didn't happen to me okay no okay (laughs) if anyone wants to know my mom will tell you exactly what all of my my grades were from High school, college, think whatever. My parents even ever asked me about my grades. Yeah, that must be nice. <laughs> because um, grades don't matter; they're all made up. Girl, <laughs> I mean, I hear you, I but uh, that's not the household I was raised yeah. in. Anyway, so Joey's trying to play it off like she doesn't care, and Joey, but like Bessie's like having none of that. It's so funny, and like it's cute because then. Bessie wants to talk. Yeah. She wants to gosh. She always wants the hot, hot goss, goss and then to give yeah. really weird advice. Totally. Because she's, she's like, like, don't you want to talk about Dawson and Jen? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Joey's like, no, no definitely don't want definitely. to talk about that. Especially not with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, I just want to enjoy my vacation. And then Bessie's like, well, you could like possibly get off this couch and do something enjoyable. Yeah. Do something wild. Yeah. <laughs> and Joey says this line, which I was like, huh. 
She says, just because I'm not in Daytona participating in a wet t-shirt contest doesn't mean I'm not having fun. And I was like, that's a spring break thing. Just well, that I know. I agree. I was like, wait, what are they trying to say this break is? Like, I was like, what is this timeline? Because it's I thought it was break. winter break. It is. Yeah. But like, yeah, winter break, as I understood the stereotype of Daytona, isn't where you spend your winter break. No, like Telluride. Maybe, maybe like skiing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or like something and winter just to clarify i did not spend it yeah at a place like that i mean it's like i usually weird. worked during winter break well like you know in what my experience was mm. you went home and you hung out with your high school friends yeah. but since joey only has four high school friends and she hangs out with them in <laughs> boston two of them, she's like eh, i don't yeah. know if i want to talk to you right now i know and she only really spends time with them or she already spends time with them on the rig it's like yeah what was she gonna who's do she, well, yeah who's she gonna hang yeah, out with? like hit up drew valentine which i would have loved to see actually yeah <laughs> would have been here for it run and- into barbara johns and have an awkward conversation <laughs> Punch that i'm girl here for face. it yeah. Yeah, exactly um so joey mutters after bessie tells her she should do something wild she's like i'm wild quite frequently <laughs> and bessie just comes back with the sickest burn <laughs> she says letting your hair dry air dry doesn't count <laughs> it's so funny okay wait i have a story to tell okay because the air drying your hair thing uh-huh. okay so as as you may know i'm from california yes um i didn't know that that was a thing what do you mean? Like that you, if you live in a cold place, like oh. you can't air dry your hair. Oh, you're right. Huh? So I don't know if you remember, you and I were in the Grand Tetons once yeah. and we were staying in, I think, Teton Village. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I like, it, I like had a breakfast meeting with an author uh-huh. and you, I yeah, just like I was let, sleeping. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Aaron sleeps later than I do anyway, yeah. so it doesn't matter. So <laughs> she shows up in shorts. Mm-hmm. She was like a professional athlete. Right, 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 right. And she shows up in shorts, and I'm like, "What? Like, it is frigid. Was I'm it? so cold. It was, well, it was like, like six in the morning or oh, something. Okay. It yeah, was yeah. early. Yeah, and it was June, but it's no, no, no. I know you were pretty we, high. Yeah, 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 in elevation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, that came out. I was like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I promise you, we weren't high right then. Yeah, but we were high in elevation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, she just like takes one look at me up and down, and she goes, "Your hair's wet." Hmm. And I was like, never occurred to me that that was a thing that yeah. might keep you from being cold. Interesting. That's not a thing I've ever had to deal with. Yeah. I don't even have Even a when bl- it's cold. It's- I don't even have a blow dryer. Well, and I have curly hair. So then yeah. like blow drying is like brings a whole other element to, I to it. I wish I did my hair, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I get a blowout, I'm like, damn, that is worth it. <laughs> damn, I look good. Then <laughs> you're like... Is it? Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I Now I don't really have that much hair, so it mm-hmm, doesn't take me that mm-hmm. long. It's kind of nice. But back then I had long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Bessie's like, can't you like call someone? I know. Joey's like, what am I going to call Dawson and Jen? No. <laughs> <laughs> so like she's not as cool as she wanted everyone to believe she was, which is the point you were making last time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's fine. Like I don't begrudge yeah, yeah, yeah. her for sure, sure, sure. not being okay. I begrudge her for like... Even within her closest friends, she couldn't find the space to be like, I'm not okay with this, but I will be. I am fine insofar as that's how I want to feel and like how I will feel eventually. I know why you think I'm not fine and I hear that and that's probably true, but like 
I'm trying to get there. So can you just let me fake it till I make it? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like a little bit more honesty and even like her being like, I'm fine. I'm fine to Jen and Jen being like, well, I just want to acknowledge our past history. And that's why I'm asking you some follow up questions. And you seem maybe not so Yeah. And like, and that's okay. But I kind of want the floor is open to like get some clarity about what you think happened Mm -hmm. or like, you Mm -hmm. know, try to feel as fine as you want to feel. Sure. Um, And that's why I had, I took issue with her behavior. Sure. Um, and PC walks in then. It's so cute. He's like, like, the Potter B&B. It was just yesterday that I was building this place. I fucking love it here. Yeah, I was dancing with Frederick Frick yeah. in the kitchen. It's so cute because it feels like home to him. Yeah, the yeah, Potter yeah. B&B. Yeah. Like that's like now that the Leary house isn't feels like home to him. Yeah. Like this is the other place. Totally. And Joey's like, aren't you supposed to be in a different kitchen? Yeah, like, like, what are you doing? What are you doing here? And he's like, eh, I had to come to town for a second. And I, I thought to pick like something up to pick something up. And I thought like, I would see if you wanted to ride back to Boston. Mm-hmm. And Joey's like, hmm. Like she kind of perks up like oh, going back to Boston. You're going back to Boston? Yeah. Well, yep. She's like runs out the door. <laughs> in her sweatpants yeah she doesn't like she doesn't pack up her stuff or anything no she grabs a jacket and her like purse and like like, see ya (laughs) bye she like hugs bessie and is like all right bye oh my gosh and like and she bolts out the door and he's like still in and she like grabs him by the lapels (laughs) and is like no 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 come on you're going amazing so cute yeah and then paula cole um Then we go to Dawson and Jen, who are driving. Yeah. And Jen's telling him that he should take some very pretentious sounding class. Yeah, she's like reading the catalog for the art college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. And he's like, you really like want me to go to this school, don't you? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, I do. And he's like, then he's like, I'm kind of excited to be bringing a girl home for the first time. This is so weird. Okay, like, so I get that like bringing a girl like I was like first of all you brought Jen into this house when you were dating her before Mm -hmm. and you brought Joey into this house when you were dating her so like bringing a girl and Gretchen came into that house yeah but it's like a it's like not his home right now I guess it's like what he's taking away from it and also like he wants the college experience which I also appreciate about him because he doesn't like Dawson himself he doesn't believe in the importance of experiences he thinks he's already an adult and he has all the experience so I kind of like that he's like exploring that part of him and sitting totally. in this like wow i'm bringing i'm bringing a girl, bringing a girl home from home. college this is amazing even though it's a girl that gail already knows and he like, <laughs> has lived in this house before <laughs> technically still lives at home yeah. you know so it is kind of cute yeah totally it was just funny i was like I wait a second here dawson and jen it's says like, this is like the first time i'm being brought home yeah which again you're like come on henry definitely introed you to his parents yeah but we just never saw yeah, it. yeah yeah and she's like usually i get taken to a motel and then like so my thing is, like, I do love that Jen jokes about that shit, but mm-hmm. then also I'm kind of like, meh, but what is that, like? Well, I think they're just setting it up to be, like, Dawson's okay with her past, but, like, and yeah. makes it cute. He's like, well, we can go to a hotel if you want to. Well, he's like, we already stopped at a motel. Mm. And I was like, what kind of college kids are you? Why aren't you fucking in the car and or the forest? Oh, I thought that he was referencing the Hotel New Hampshire. Oh, I thought he was like, they stopped at a motel on the way down. Right. Because <laughs> it sounds like they did later. See, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And that. I was like, <laughs> you're bad college students. <laughs> so bizarre. It, yeah. It's a lot to like, you're just supposed to go with a lot of these things. But yeah. So. Anyway, and he's like, because if you if you want to stop again, just, just let me know. Mm-hmm. And she does like this very bad Graham's accent. It's so funny. Yeah. 
<laughs> and is like, I'm shocked at your presumptuousness. <laughs> it feels like a cute, like, lived-in oh, moment totally. of they their relationship. Like a very lived-in relationship. Because <laughs> he, he says to her, like, maybe you shouldn't be, be pretending to be grams as your leg is going up my thigh. Your hand. Is, yeah. Or, yeah, your hand is running up my thigh. Yeah. And, like, without missing a beat, says that. And I was kind of like, Dawson Leary. It's okay. so cute. Like, you know, like for me personally, it's the first time I felt him be sexual. So I'm yeah. like excited about this, like for him. Totally. You know? I mean, it made me laugh. Like, it totally way, made me the, laugh. How he delivered it. No, no. it's They're really cute together. Yeah, and it's yeah. funny and it's like slapsticky in a way that we like about jo- um, Pacey and, and Joey. You totally. Know? You're like, totally. it's There's a funny, a cute banter to it. And even like we've never really heard Graham's or uh, Jen do a Graham's voice. <laughs> yeah. So like even this is the first time and I'm like, this shit's funny. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so we see Dawson's Jeep pass a red it looks like a 1967 mustang to me i do know mustang years i don't know mustang years but it's definitely a like nice fancy mustang and since we had just watched the skulls i was like what's going on Uh, here because isn't that the car he has Uh, i think so i think it's the exact same car i don't i didn't see the year of the car Uh and the skulls i didn't clock it right um anyways it was it was a probably a 67 or 65 my brain was like wait what 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 am i watching right now and um yeah so as if i needed another reason to love pacey witter joey is complaining about dawson and jen Mm -hmm. like and you know he and she's just kind of like of course he ended up with her like she's spontaneously and wild mm-hmm. and guys always end up with the wild girl like i knew it the first time he got out of the taxi and like pacey is kind of just like taking like yeah, he's yeah just yeah. like letting her yeah and i love it i have multiple things about this mm. one is like it seems like I, I know where the bar is okay? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> before I say this, but it seems like growth that Joey is not totally slagging off Jen and yeah. is totally is like is actually kind of like she's so great. Yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. totally. You know, I agree with you. Yeah, it doesn't like, feel mean spirited because I I understand how she's feeling. It would feel weird to like she's possessive over and it's a problem, but that is how she yeah. feels. She's possessive of Dawson. Sure. So being in this position where she's like okay, he's moving on. I want him to move on. I've just like, had only intellectualized that, not like really processed that, you know? (laughs) So that like makes sense, you know? And and, like, I understand where she's coming from and it doesn't, it like, and since it was pointed out the last episode of like, you didn't like Pacey's like, you just didn't expect to be replaced. And so she's kind of coming to terms with how she feels about her place in Dawson's life and what that means to her, which we're like, girl, this is what you should have done. Like season Season three, (laughs) season three. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And like, also like the fact that Joey and Pacey have known each other and Dawson, Mm -hmm. like must kind of suck in times like this, because like, of course, Pacey's the only person that really truly gets this. Right. Totally. And so like, she has to have she like yeah it's the best to have this conversation but also there's a part of me that's like don't have this conversation with your ex (laughs) yeah like I do think it's part of Pacey's journey to like be fine with Joey having Dawson in his life you know and he never was able to reconcile that which he also should have done season three and four so like I do like this part of his journey for like the way in which Joey's going to be in his life and Dawson he has and like then his place in their lives too like they have all a complicated history so it's fine you know yeah and and Joey's like you know I'm past this I'm like I rarely think about them and Joey's (laughs) like yeah or Pacey's like yeah they're just on your mind right now I know (laughs) 
And like, then Joey seemingly for the first time looks around and is like, is this your car? Yeah, like, Thank you. Because I've been wondering what's, what is <laughs> Why this? are we in a Mustang? <laughs> what is happening? I love a Mustang. Don't know, get me, like, or from the 60s. Yeah. How did this happen? Right. And he's like, yeah, it is. And she asks how it happens. Yeah. And, and he just changes the subject. Yeah. He doesn't answer this question. And tells her there's an opening for a waitress at Civilization. Yeah. He's like, I've been meaning to tell you something. Yeah. And she's like, you think I want to be a server? No, I do not want to do that. And also, what? They're going to call Miss Valentine for a reference? Yeah. No. And you're like, Joey, why would you put that down? Yeah. Like, you know, I was like, give them Audrey's number and tell her, tell them that she's Mrs. Valentine. Yeah. And also, like, have your sister be for the ice house. Like, you don't have to give a reference. This isn't going to give you a good reference. That's yeah. not how that shit works. Totally. So Paisley's like, have you checked your grades? Yeah. <laughs> and she, like, tries to really play it off. She, like, tries like, to be cool. And she's like, no, 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 I, don't yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And he just, like, flat out doesn't believe her. Yeah, totally. He's like, yeah, right. You're going to, the moment you get back on campus, you're going to run to, like, what does he say? Keep the calling? bursar's office. The bursar's office. And um, check your grades. Yeah. And she's like, because he's like, yeah, so you're in a full meltdown right now, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and she's like, I've changed. <laughs> I, like, took tests and I did my best and there's nothing more I can do. And, like, Pacey's like, yeah, there's a difference between, like, actually saying you're going to change and actually doing that. And I was like, woof. Well, those are two different things, too. Like, yes, there's nothing else you can do. That doesn't mean you're not filled with anxiety about what the outcome is. Totally. <laughs> but Joey's very pouty about being called out. It's so funny. Yeah, it's and they're really cute together. Of course. Yeah. And so then we go to the Leary's where Jen is like fucking nervous. Nervous to see Gail. And she and they reveal they're late because they fooled around. So I guess they did go to a motel. I don't, this is my this is so nitpicky and I get it. Well, I guess like, I assumed that he was talking where my head went. But like I hear I think you might be right. But where my head went was that he was talking about the hotel new hampshire yeah, yeah, that they yeah. fucked in there but they fooled around in the car because like obviously they would fool around in a car and it's you not that get a motel far the two-hour drive yeah also there's like i don't know boston or massachusetts people please correct me i'm guessing there's like a lot of wooded areas or like places you could like i don't know, i grew up by the beach there's like places you look out vista point yeah where you're like kind back of roads <laughs> I don't understand yeah. what's going on. Um, yeah. But Jen's like super nervous to see, see Gail. And Dawson's like, wait, she already knows you. And she's like, yeah, but like now it's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like we fucked, you know? Yeah. And, and Dawson says it can't be as bad as the dinner from hell, which like did make me cackle. I and I was know. like, oh, okay, they did have some feelings about that dinner. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it was a dinner from hell for yeah. them you know i mean entertaining like, as fuck for yeah us, we were but. grateful for it but it, it, that's the thing is like it sucked for everyone you know totally. and they all try to make the most of it but that's the thing about joey and dawson is that they couldn't just say like this sucks this is very weird yeah like, let's just make the best yeah of it. and i do think dawson tried to say that to joey of like this is weird i don't know how to talk to you about this you yeah. know but like she was still under the impression they hadn't fucked you know <laughs> so that was her journey yeah um so gail comes out and it's definitely awkward totally super awkward she's like gail gail is such an enigma like she's like i was starting to get worried Mm -hmm. like you were late and dawson proves he has rarely lied to a parent Mm -hmm. because he's like oh we stopped for a while i was like tell her there's traffic what are you fucking doing dude yeah and jen's like we got gas and then toss is like yeah we stopped for gas like, and they're just bad at lying. I was like, if you're going to tell her you stopped, say you got hungry and sat down. Yeah. 
or you don't even need to make up an excuse. Just be like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, whatever. Anyways, and Dawson goes to walk inside and Gail's like, um, honey, your T-shirt's on inside out. Yeah. <laughs> lol yeah and like both they're both like oh i'm hungry like let's eat oh my god (laughs) it's so funny and also my thing is a little just a nitpicky thing is like come the fuck on gail how many times have these children these exact two children walked in on you and your late husband fucking (laughs) all over this house yeah well like sometimes the spirit takes you don't act prudish and shock your kid and his girlfriend well like i agree like my parents would have just kept that to themselves but you said your parents would embarrass you any chance they got and your parents are like gail and mitch so like that kind of did track in terms of the characterization that wasn't embarrassing that was like her being awkward about it my dad would have been like oh so you stopped eh (laughs) and like i felt dawson was really embarrassed Oh, no, I think that they were embarrassed, yeah, but, yeah. like, my dad would have been much more pointed about mm-hmm. making sure I, he knew exactly why I was late. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I hear you, but I yeah. think that's what Gail was doing, too. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, so we go to the dorms, and Pacey's like, so, like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. everything's empty, no one's here, and she's like, I'm going to fucking have my room to myself. I know. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And she opens the door, and yeah. Audrey's on the bed. In furry Uggs. Furry Uggs, again. <laughs> That's my next note. <laughs> um, and, like, Joey's definitely like, oh. Like, it's kind of sucks that she's like, great, I didn't get my room to myself. And Audrey is like, fuck yeah friends (laughs) she's like all energy you know yeah yeah because she's like you know i'm starving and i'm bored i'm so glad you're here yeah he's like you could like there are restaurants in this what's going on and she's like i'm not going to a restaurant by myself i like don't understand that at all it's so weird it's one of my favorite things to do yeah and she was like well they're like i thought you were in telluride with your parents and she's like i left early because i was fighting with my parents about money (laughs) Yeah, and Audrey's like, and I can't get my tours anymore because I hit on someone. How was I supposed to know he was in high school? (laughs) Oh, gosh. She's like, I think I might need to get a job. (laughs) Yeah. And Joey, like, looks at Pacey like, huh. Yeah. And so we cut immediately to (laughs) civilization. Audrey at the restaurant in her her best um, attire for applying for a job. Which, wow. Yeah. It's It's a a, look. It's a look. Um, And she and Pacey are like chatting as Danny is like chopping something. And she's like, I'm perfect for this job. Like, I get to have dinner with like new people every night. It's going to be great. And and Pacey's kind of like, you know, you're going to be serving the food, not eating with them. Right. (laughs) And they like bicker about it. Mm -hmm. And Audrey's like, people want personality with their dining <laughs> experience and like she's just all excited about everything and she's like look so at this funny. menu everything's coming on a bed of something or yeah. it's drizzled with something what and, is foie gras yeah she reads off foie gras drizzled with a mango saturn reduction sauce and i fucking refuse to believe it. she doesn't know what foie gras is i totally agree with you that was super I was interesting like, no fucking way i know that this rich la kid doesn't know what foie gras yeah. is yeah like she probably not. had it in telluride with her parents before i mean it's definitely at like a, any party that she went to in the hollywood hills for sure yeah. yeah so she she gives him shit when he starts talking about how great foie gras is and she's like you know does this work for you like this whole, like, I'm so passionate about the sensual art of cooking. Imagine how good I am in bed thing. <laughs> and Danny is just, like, clocking all of this. Overjoyed. Yeah, he's, like, oh, yeah, he's so stoked. And he's, like, oh, P- Witter, is this your girlfriend? And she laughs and she's, like, no. Wait, before she does that, 
she tells him that um, Pacey should trim his nails and it had me howling. I was like, I don't know why I think that's so funny, <laughs> but it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah totally. Yeah. So, he, you know, like he's like, Pacey's like, this is not my girlfriend. He's like, hard pass. <laughs> and like Danny, proving himself to be no businessman, is like, I love this. You are a delight and I love how you put Witter in your place. You're hired. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> so- what? Like, and again, like, is Danny the owner? No. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I think there might be, like, an ownership group. Yeah. Like, the chef is now the GM and making hiring for the house. Shouldn't be the, the way. But I will say that my job at Marie Callender's, mm-hmm. I did get, not in this exact manner, but in a similar manner where... I was told to show up on a mm-hmm. certain day and I had my application that I filled out yeah. and a resume. Yeah. And I went there and it was like the like new hire like intro and like they had just fucked up telling me when to come. They thought someone had interviewed me. Oh. And no one funny. had and they just gave me the job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I can definitely <laughs> like I don't, I'm not surprised Audrey gets a job because like, you know, yeah. that's fine if they're hiring a server and they just need one desperately this girl's here great you know I mean serving is a skill I'm not diminishing that or diminishing that but I'm also saying like I understand how this could possibly go down but it's just more of like Danny being like you got the job because I love how you can put Witter in his place and you're like that seems like a stretch "Mm -hmm." (laughs) yeah and so Audrey's working at civilization now great right so we go to the Learys and Here's what I want to say. Michelle Williams does a fantastic job of looking like she is both very comfortable in this house, having spent numerous hours mm-hmm. in it over the past three years, and also like Lives she is there. uncomfortable yeah. as shit right now. Totally. She's great. <laughs> it's like she has both of those going on at the mm-hmm. same time. I'm like, someone give this girl an Oscar. I know. I don't know. amazing. <laughs> Yale brings them tea and she also wants to spill the tea. And she's uh-huh. like, Jen, um, have you thought about a major? And you're like, <laughs> she's in her... F- first semester stop asking college calm students down. this question calm down God, like they don't have enough on their and plate. jen's like i live with my grandma shut up gail like i'm just trying to take this day to day like you know i don't need any more pressure and jen pivots to try to talk about lily yeah and then dawson kind of gets like super intense like wait you haven't put up the baby gate like you haven't done all these chores around the house you know and like yeah, and like this is part of his journey is like he wants to fulfill the role of his missing father right. you know and like i hear that and i understand that you know yeah like because gail said lily took her first steps mm-hmm. and then dawson's like what like we haven't baby like whatever and yeah I, it's like she, gail's like calm down sir yeah i've totally. done this before yeah and um, how old is lily less than a year okay i don't know things about children is that seems young that's young i mean i think around a year is usually when but i think it's usually around a year and i'm not sure if she's a year no, no. But anyways. So Jen asks about the new neighbors. And it's Gail's so cute. She just like looks longingly over like the safest place she's ever had. And she's mm. like, how are the new neighbors? And Gail's like, oh, they're like using it as a summer house. So it's boarded up the rest of the year. And like, dude, I feel this because this was around the time in Santa Cruz, too, where like p- things turned from places where people lived to vacation rentals mm. like mm-hmm. there was a lot less vacation rentals in mm-hmm. santa cruz when i was a kid mm-hmm. like a lot of people just lived in these houses where you were like yeah yeah totally two feet from the beach yeah, yeah. and now they're all vacation rentals yeah it's well, wild 
we had a housing crisis because Alan Greens can't keep our interest rates so low for so long. So if you encourage home buying, then people buy second and third homes, you know. Mm. Yeah. Maybe there's like a problem a with income inequality in this shortage. country. I don't know. Um, so the phone rings. It's the restaurant. Mm-hmm. There's a leak. And Dawson's like, you think he's still, still there? Leaving? You know, and he like grabs the phone out of Gail and he starts like kind of like not yelling, but like aggressively talking like, yeah. you got to fix this right now. You got to be there right now. I'm going to be there in 15 minutes. You got to come right now. Yeah. That thing that like men think that they can should do to like <laughs> to like get things done. He's like, no, no, Gail, you can't do this. I have to do my <laughs> stern male voice to make right. anything happen. Right. Like, Ugh. You know, if you're just nice, a lot of times it happens. <laughs> it's better. Just saying. Um, yeah. So anyway. He fucking leaves his girlfriend with his mom. I know. Gosh. <laughs> and, and like, my thing is, like, yeah, Jen and Gail know each other, but, like, and, like, Gail, Jen lived at their house when Graham's kicked mm-hmm. her out, and, like, they went to a restaurant, that French well, restaurant. Well, also, like, I mean, like, I know it's hard work that Mitch died, but, like, he was the manager of Leary's Fresh Fist, so that would have been, like, an easy first step replacement of hiring a new manager, right. so then there is someone to take care of this to yeah to come deal with this and to like leak. handle de- calling the plumber and stuff like that like why is this on gail's plate you know Great when we question. know that like the division of labor at the restaurant was that mitch was the manager the yeah so mm-hmm. and so dawson leaves and gail just looks at jen and is like so, so... you're dating now <laughs> oh god Awkward. yikes then we go to Worthington, where Joey is, as expected, checking her grades. Yeah, they're like all printed out on a board. Dot matrix printer. I they're know. like dot matrix so printed out. So funny. Woo. And it seems like they're identifying people by social security number. I know, which it's I was just like, like on display no. like that. No, no, no. That wouldn't. Never. Oh my gosh, it's so bizarre. Yeah. And she's like, A, A, A. And then she looks over at her like creative writing, like the panel where the grade should be, and it's blank. And we're like, oh, that Professor Wilder, he's so wild. And oh, there he is. Right. He just pops out of nowhere. With his grade sheet that yeah. he's about to post. And he's like, How, how'd you do? And she says four A's. And I was like, pause. How many fucking classes did this girl take? Five. They're on semesters. Oh, my God. That seems like so many classes. It is. Yeah. <laughs> we only had three. Yeah. If that. We had three. And then so we would take, but we had a quarter. So it'd be nine per year. But in semesters, you do 10 per year. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oof. And it's for so long. 16 oh my, weeks no. of one class. God. Oof. Get on the quarter system if Seriously, you possibly can. It's so much better. So much it's better. It's very intense, but it's so much better. Oh, my God. And if you hate things, they're over. That's what I mean. Oh my yeah. God, so yeah. Bad. Or if a subject's really intense, you don't have to think about it for so long. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's like betting she's looking for the paper he's got in his hand. Mm-hmm. And she gives us kind of like, oh, no. What's that there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he does the this thing that I hated where he's like, oh, like, what did you say? Give me that right now. I'm about to find my out the results of my months of toiling. Like he like kind of mocks her almost. Yeah. He's like highlighting like grades are made up and I could do whatever I want because I get to define what a grade is and what grade I give you on a creative writing assignment. And then, you know, for the rest of the class. I just why are all the educators on this show like this? I have not. I Look, I had. Growing up through college, I had great teachers. I had not so great teachers. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of really terrible teachers. Mm-hmm. But like this like mean spiritedness. It's of weird. All these teachers. I know. Yeah. Like every single one. Like what the fuck, man? I know. And they tease all the kids for like all different reasons. So like that just means that they like tease them all. You yeah. Know? Like it's not like, oh, I just want to. I don't know. It's super weird. And the whole like this is all part of like a larger narrative that like 
as you can guess, I totally hate where it's like, he's only mean to you because he likes you. And it's like, well, no, he laid out in his own words on the, you know, rubric, how you're going to be graded. And now he's torturing me. So this is fucked up. Right. You know, I've done all the assignments to his caliber and now I'm like still having to deal with this hard pass, you know, I mean, I'm mean and I would have given him a really bad review to the humanities department, you know, because I did that to a few teachers. Which my mother would have read. Yeah. Or just like (laughs) if it was the humanities department, they lost control of the discussion and they allowed someone to say that they were wrong. And, you know, the other person was wrong. It's like, well, we're all discussing, um, you know, 15th century literature. So really? Someone's wrong? wrong. Okay. Wow. It's anyway. a safe space. So weird. Yeah. So he posts it. And she got an A. Yeah. And then she hugs him. <laughs> I mean. Just like, I cannot care about smart Joey. Like, I don't know. It's fine. But like, this storyline's super weird. It's. I don't mind her being excited about grades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like hate this like weirdo like power dynamic they're having where it's yeah. like, oh man, he like the thing like I keep saying he admitted himself that he just made up that she got a C. And so, like, I think the writers wanted to be like, oh, she went from a C to an A. And it's like, no, he toiled and fucked with her the whole time. Yeah. Like, just... that isn't a journey. Like, this is, like, this guy being a piece of shit. Totally. And trying to manipulate her. Totally. And then being like, oh, I'm going to choose you to be on this weird assignment, like, about this writer because I think you're smart, but, like, I don't know, and I'm still going to fuck with you. Well, and the just, like, the underlying, like, sexual whatever that mm-hmm. we're supposed to be feeling. And, like, I understand that that's what you're doing, but also, like, I refuse to, like, engage with that yes. in a certain way. And I'm just like, can we not? Because, mm-hmm. like... Why is it that, like, if she hugs him, he doesn't, like, very, like, delicately or not um, hug back yeah. from her and be like, oh, I'm so proud yeah. of you. How nice for you. Like, well, you this can- is the hard part is that, like, the whole show is, like, can a man and a woman be friends? And, like, then we always are setting up these dynamics. Like, if you want this man to be her mentor and help her become a writer, why does there have to be a sexual overtone to it or undertone, yeah, I guess? Men are trash. Yeah, or, like, because people try to perpetuate that's the only dynamic that can happen. Do I think men always have sex on the brain? I don't think they have sex on the brain more than women do. Yeah, so, totally. like, I, like, no, because I know how much time sex is on my brain, sure, you know, which absolutely. is a lot, but like not enough where it overtakes my life, you know, like, so I just like don't like this dynamic of like, well, men only think about sex. And it's like, oh, you're not thinking about sex, like you freak, you know, or yeah, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, no, totally. like, it's so weird, you know, and then like that they just can't have like a platonic situation. And just like, I'm sorry, but just from a per- the perspective of someone who's wor- worked in like books yeah. and writing for 15 mm-hmm. years, it's just like... <laughs> Like, look, I get it. A huge percentage of male, straight, cis, male, particularly white male authors are garbage. Yeah. A huge percentage of them. Mm -hmm. And, like, show me that story, that this guy is, like, complete and utter, utter garbage. But when you're trying to, like... I mean, maybe I maybe sell me on him. Yeah, but like, that's the I, thing. I, is I like, know what you're going to say, yeah. which is that like, yeah, you and I, think we watch this and we're like, this is garbage. garbage. Yeah. But they're trying to be like, oh, Joey's like, you know, of gotta, course, everyone loves Joey, you know, and, and got, a, like, got a mentor or whatever. It's like, get, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah. Stop this. So weird. Anyway, we go to this club and Joey and Audrey are walking through and Audrey is like demanding to know about this hug. Yeah. She just <laughs> wants the hot goss and like, you know, like. She wants to perpetuate the idea that Professor Wilder is like the hottest guy on campus. Yeah, Audrey, 
Keep it in your pants. Which, girl. like, might be true because, like, all the other dudes are, like, tenured, like, creeps in this other way. Sure, you sure. know, like, fine, but, like, okay. And somehow at this jam packed club, there's an empty table with no one's gross, empty glasses on <laughs> it or anything like that. And I Audrey love that they like, just are, like, go with it. They have fake IDs. So here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing I think about places like Boston, just because I grew up, because I spent so much time in San Francisco, and, mm-hmm. like, there were definitely places that. Like, didn't even check. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yeah, they're probably at one of those places. Sure. So so I'm willing to, like... I mean, I am willing to be like, okay. But it's just, it's interesting because, like, they're trying to be like, Joey doesn't do anything wild. And it's like, well, she's drinking underage at a bar. That's pretty wild. I mean, yeah. I I didn't really do that. Yeah, I only I did it a few times. ID. I didn't have a fake ID either. And I didn't... I mean, I guess sometimes when I was in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like, obviously, we were, like, poor college kids where we're like, eh, well, we could just buy this bottle of Smirnoff and, like, really regret it later. <laughs> How nice of you to tell people that we drink Smirnoff and not the actual shit we really drink. Winner's well, Cup. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we definitely had a lot of twist oh, up God, in here. Oh, God, fucking twist. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. Anyway, sorry, Shutter. I just had a full body reaction yeah. to that. Oh, God. <laughs> so Audrey's like, tell me fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> Joey's like, that's right, we fucked. <laughs> uh, yeah, and my note here was just like, Ken Marino, please go to Neptune, California and make me laugh on Veronica Mars. Yeah. Because like, you're just fucking up my vibe here. I just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Joey's like, we had sex in the bursar's office on the floor, Mike. <laughs> I bet. That made me laugh. Um, And Audrey's like, I hate you. (laughs) And then she's like, Joey's like, it was a hug. Like, I was excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then Audrey's like, okay, well, but tonight we're we're going to cut loose. Celebrating. Yeah, we're going to kiss some boys. And Joey's like, what boys are we going to kiss? Yeah. Who the fuck? And Audrey just grabs some rando and asks him. And he looks like 38. Yeah, Yeah. I was (laughs) like, that guy's my age for sure. And like is like you should kiss my friend and, and Joey she, says the best thing. Well, she gives Audrey a death stare first because the guy's like, yeah, sure. And she's like, I'm waiting for my tongue to heal. I was like, girl, wow. I don't know how that came out of nowhere. Like that, I'm like, I owe to be in Joey's mind to think of that as an excuse. It's yeah, totally. so funny. Totally, because Audrey's like, oh, there's like a piercing in the head. <laughs> Waiting for my tongue to heal. Totally. Oh my god, so funny. Um, so we go to the restaurant and Pacey's about to leave. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Don't worry, I showed I told Audrey not to show up tomorrow looking like a showgirl. And I was like, Pacey Witter. I know. No, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Danny's like, No, not talking about her. I want to talk about you. Yeah. You know? And he's like, How long you been here? And then Pacey just starts admitting to crime. I know. He's like, Is this about the lobster? I'm sorry. I meant to tell you about the lobsters. <laughs> And Danny's like, it's been six months. Has it? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's been four. I know. Uh, Maximum. Generously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you've learned every single thing. Hmm. I'm suspect of that. Hmm. Whatever. And, and you know, Pacey's like, just like, tell me what I did, dude. Like, yeah. why are you stringing me along? And Brecker's like, you impressed me, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, I'm promoting you with a 20% raise. Oh my I mean, God. where do I sign up for that? Wow. This wow. is the wage growth I'm talking about. I know. Like, oh my God. Hello. What? Wow. That's and wild. Then Danny just like hands him an envelope full of money and is like, you've done a tremendous job. Like you have talent. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I wasn't sure you had the character to see it through, but like, look at you. You did. Yeah. 
and like and you never picked up your holiday bonus yeah yeah and there's this part of me that's like i would love i i wish this story was written just slightly differently because mm-hmm. there's a part of me that would love to see the complexity of danny being this kind of dick mm-hmm. that like pacey like finds out he's cheating on his wife and like you know is right. kind of addicted to karen and like but still good to pacey yeah, yeah and then like he has to hold these two things mm-hmm. of like and like let's talk about dismantling patriarchy yeah. like where are those lines because like yeah and how do men become allies and how do men become allies but also like he's not i mean like does pacey have the i mean i I don't know that they know the answer to this question but does Mm -hmm. pacey have the sort of like obligation if you will to like stop working at this restaurant if he Mm -hmm. knows danny's such a dick but like danny just cheated on his wife and that's Mm -hmm. not like Right. That's a personal matter. Right. It's not like a hitter. Yeah. Like. Right. It's or different. like, you know, yeah. And, and also PCS has to define like, what is the line for him, you know? And yeah. is it is this like Danny's habitual behavior where he like preys on like, you know, the, the servers, servers, the yep. wait staff, or is that, was that like a one time thing? Like, is right. this part of his character or is this, was that yeah. like, you know, whatever. Um, super so, like I interesting. I wish it had been just a little different. Yeah. I think it is really interesting. And so Pacey opens up the envelope, envelope and it's, it's like, like filled a, with cash. A thousand dollars. I know. Like, like it's a lot of money. What is this restaurant? I know. <laughs> yeah. Like it would be one thing to get a hundred dollar bonus. That totally makes sense. But like Marie Callender's was like, you get a free lunch when you're working. I know. Yeah. It's like <laughs> and, and everywhere other time you have to pay at least 50 percent. Yeah. Like we're supposed to think this is a high end restaurant. So I could see like the investors being like, what are everyone- you saying about my <laughs> My former employer, Marie Callender. Everyone gets like a hundred dollar bill. Like I could wrap my head around yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It still would be like wild because you're like, how many fucking people work here? You know, yeah, but totally. like, okay, whatever, you know. But um, a th- like a thousand it's like a wad of cash. And you're like, what? That's... It's like all hundreds too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So Danny calls him Chef Witter, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm glad you stayed. And Pacey's like super smiling. Yeah, he's like, so, so stoked, excited. and he just like bounces off. Yeah. So we go back to the club and Audrey's like, I love this. Why would I ever want to leave college? <laughs> and then Joey, practical as ever, is like, well, at some point you have to pay off your student loans. <laughs> um, but she doesn't have loans though, right? Joey doesn't. No. Okay. I, I don't think Audrey does. I know. He's, I would assume Audrey doesn't. It's either. super interesting. It's like they're yeah. like trying to be like, forget about that weird storyline with Dawson paying for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though Let's... it is one of the nicest things he's ever done, but the way they framed it was real fucked it's up. It's like the only nice thing he's ever done. <laughs> Um, no, I didn't mean that. Don't come for me. Okay, so Audrey's like, no pragmatism tonight. Like, I just want reckless flights of fancy. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure at this moment, the band is supposed to be singing Rick Springfield's Jesse's Girl. Oh, funny. <laughs> so, like, a bunch of this music is cut because right, it's like, right, the right. songs totally. are so expensive. Now, Audrey's um, like, ooh, who's that cute boy? And we see, like, the bass player. Is he the guitar player or the bass the player? The bass player. And, and we're like, Oh, this guy again. Yeah, it's fucking Chad Char- Michael Murray. Charlie. And we're yeah. just like, oh my God. Because Joey kind of plays along for a second. She, well, she looks at oh, him yeah. and she's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, wait. He's kind of cute. And then, he, she's, and then like, she's like, oh, yeah, he looks kind of familiar. Um, and jo- Audrey's like, you should go talk to him. And Joey's like, yeah, what? And say, like, aren't you Charlie, the guy that jerked over Jen? I know. I was like, good for you, Josephine. Oh my God. And Audrey's like, that's Charlie? Oh my God. Jen has great taste in men. And then just like, (laughs) (laughs) she's like, oh God. She's like, I mean, she has great taste in musicians. Yeah. (laughs) These guys are really great. Gosh. And she's like, I'm going to go talk to the band. Well, she says they've gotten better 
And then she says, I wonder if he'd remember me from when I sang with them. And I'm like, did that get cut in the streaming? Was she supposed to sing with them at that party? Probably. In se- in or the maybe they talked one? about it. I don't remember. But yeah. I can't remember either. Yeah. Because um, there's a there's a song that's Audrey sings that gets cut from this episode. Right. So it's okay. all over the place. Um, and Audrey, like, leaves to go. And, like, Charlie's just keeps trying to eye fuck Joey from the stage. I know. Like, that's it's what's happening. so weird. Or, like, yeah, like, we're supposed to think that. But on the other hand, it's, like, he's a performer. So he's probably, like, eye fucking several people at the same time. Sure. You know? Right. So Joey, like, starts to feel abandoned. You can see her yeah. kind of, like, Ooh, I'm all alone in this crowd. Yikes. And then Pacey comes up to her and he's like, hey, I got your message. Yeah. Like, I've got something to celebrate, too. I got a promotion. Yeah, he's like, 4.0. Oh, my God. And, like, I just want to take a minute with these two. Because, like, Pacey sensed that maybe she needed a rescue, mm-hmm. grabbed her from the B&B, mm-hmm. and, like, listened to her talk about Dawson, and like called it that she was going to run to the bursar's office. Yeah, and yeah. then she called him, left a message telling him her grades. I know. And telling him to join her and Audrey in this club. And like these two people are not only friends, but are two people who like just care deeply about mm. each other. Yeah. And like they've had next to no time together on screen this season. And we still feel that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, I'm just saying like, this is never forced. We get these tidbits right. reminding us how I much do, they love each other. I like d- the only part I want to nitpick because yeah. that's my vibe is that um, <laughs> that's literally she, the, the yeah. subtitle of this podcast. <laughs> she like only finds the time to like confide in him when Dawson is like gone, uh, gone. Okay, you know, fair. Um, and you know, I think that that makes sense because of who Dawson is and how yeah. fucked up their relationship is. But on the other, like that's part of Joey's journey is realizing that like Dawson isn't really her best friend. Pacey is, you totally. know, totally. Yeah. But they high five and it's like so cute. Yeah. Cause like, he's like, Oh, I got a promotion. And she like, Oh my God, she's so excited. And yeah. high fives him. Yeah. And then we see that Audrey's on the stage. <laughs> so I think she is supposed to sing uh, Dusty Springfield's oh. um, Son of a Preacher Man oh, okay. at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't quite tell where. I, I think it is now, but mm. I don't know. People can correct me. I'm, I'm not okay. sure. Because okay. she sings some like generic rock song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Paisley goes, how did we get through high school without this girl? And I'm like, uh-huh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had Andy. <laughs> right. Yes, you did. Yeah. So then we go to the Learys where Jen and Gail are, you Putting know, together setting the up the baby gate. Because, like, hey, did you know that, like, women can do things like this, too? I know. Yeah. <laughs> and that women can also help, like, other, other women. women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Gail's talking about how much um, Dawson loves his family and this house. Mm. And, like, and Jen's like, yeah, but, like, or Jen's talking to Gail about this. Yeah. And Jen's like, but I'm wondering if that's like holding him back from moving forward. Yeah. The ever present phrase in Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Moving forward. Every time I say it now, I like. I know. In other contexts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. Totally. (laughs) Um, But I do kind of like love this conversation too, Mm -hmm. because like this is a deep ass conversation. Mm -hmm. And like, I I do love that they like didn't ignore the fact that like Jen and Gail fucking know each other. Like, yeah, totally. And that, like, you know, Jen's effort to, like, prove herself to Gail is about, like, something they both really care about, about, like, Dawson and his future. And, like, you get the idea that Jen's, like, putting in the energy to, like, have Gail be okay with this, you know, which would be, like, a typical way in which she would have met her boyfriend's mom without it being, like, this weird history behind it, you know? Totally. Because, like... You know, Gail kind of like is a little bristly and she's mm-hmm. just like, well, he seems to be moving forward like just fine. Yeah. And I'm like, Gail, this is Jen. You love yeah, yeah, Jen. Yeah, yeah. Totally. 
And Jen's like, but you're like not super pleased about that. Like she's kind of like asking Gail, mm-hmm. like, hmm. And Gail's like, oh, am I that transparent? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, Gail, you are. You're terrible at lying. And Jen's just like, I'm crazy about him. I just yeah. really want him to be happy. And she says everything's really nice between them. Mm-hmm. And like, oh my God, my heart. I know. I just was like, oh. And Jen like asked Gail like how she would feel if Dawson moved into Grams's attic. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that that she's like, I want your permission, but I also want you to know like he's not moving in with me. He's moving into the attic. It's gonna be like a a yeah. different situation, you know? Yeah, and Gail's like, I'd miss having him, but like I know he needs to get a place of his own. Yeah. And she's like, Does has he told you about this film school yet? And Gail's like, No. You know, whenever I bring up school, he changes the subject, but I'd really like him to go back. Yeah. And Jen's just like, me too. And, you know. She's just like, I don't want to be pushy. And Gail's like, girl, you've got to be pushy with him. That's like how he is. You know, he's a leery man after all. And just like, she's like, you know, trust me, just push him. And Jen just gives this smile that like Mm -hmm. killed me. I know. Yeah. Killed me dead. Yeah. 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 Mm. I love it. I I love that. Anyway, we go back to the bar at this club. And the guy that Audrey offered up to Joey, yeah. or Joey too, um, comes at her. Like, he's like, hey. hey. hey girl, I mean, hey. we can do things other than kiss, and she's rightfully grossed out. Yeah, he says he's Tom. And then Joey says this line that we definitely used to yell at each other yeah. and at other people. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> she says, I'm sure you're a sweet guy and a world-class macking master. master. <laughs> but I'm not interested. <laughs> Ooh. So good. Who wrote that? I know. Jeff Stavikoff. Hello. Come talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, someone from off screen asks to buy Joey a drink. And she just, like, turns around to eviscerate this macking master guy who she thinks that it is. And mm-hmm. it's Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Charlie tells her to, quote, stop the castrating shrew routine, mm-hmm. the defense mechanism. And I was like, and the fact that he maintained not being castrated through that it's is a lot. like truly it's something. so hard to care about charlie <laughs> i don't know I why mean, the show did this not, i'm like you do you want me to like him because i fucking hate this yeah guy. you want us to care about this like banter that joey and charlie are having after we had to witness everything he did to jen and then he only comes back to jen because like nora rejected me it's like well it's so weird and and like he says something like that to joey yes and he later calls her a prude and it's so weird i'm just like what the fuck man i know yeah but we do get this kind of like glimpse of season one joey because mm-hmm. she's like what like I think we should talk about like why out of all the girls in this club I'm the blessed one like why yeah. what piqued your interest about me and he's like hi I'm Charlie and she's like stunned he doesn't remember her yeah yeah and um yeah and like uh and he, she's like does this actually work like yeah. what you're doing yeah you know Cause he says, and he tells her like, he's like, I've never done this before. It's like, it's only you, you know? Yeah. And he says like, when he saw her, like, oh, you were tucking your hair behind your ears. Mm. And it was like, like you were trying to listen harder. And she's just like, and he's like, I said to myself when I was up there, I want to meet that beautiful girl. And I'm like, fuck off. She's like, oh, really? Um, You must've used a different tact with Jen Lindley then. Yeah here's the thing i want to say too i Mm -hmm. like katie holmes is sometimes hit or miss yeah yeah. but she is super believable in this moment as a girl that like 
Charlie doesn't know has his number, mm-hmm. but we all do know yeah, has yeah, his yeah, number. Totally. Like she plays it kind of perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like if if we didn't know the backstory, it kind of does seem like she's into him. Mm-hmm. But like because we do, we know that she's like she's, like, setting this trap it. Yeah, for yeah, him totally. to fall yeah. into. And like, cause there's all this glint in her eye at that mm-hmm. moment where she's like, I'm about to eat you for fucking breakfast. I know, my dude. Like, and I like, know who the fuck you are. I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. And Joe, he's like, oh shit, you're Joey. He's like, oh, the smart girl from Worthington. And she's like, yeah, Charlie, the shit bag from Boston Bay College. Yeah. And Charlie's like, well, you can't blame a guy for trying. And she's like, nope, but I don't have to have a drink with them. And I'm mm-hmm. like, good, girl. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> good riddance. Let's never talk to him again, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> um. So then we go outside to the Learys. Mm-hmm. Jen's sitting on the back steps. <sighs> this is a lot. It's a lot. Dawson mm-hmm. comes up and kind of is like... Can we have some makeup sex? Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. You look beat. Yeah. Like, you don't, I don't think you'd be up for it. Cause he's like apologizes for being so long. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And leaving him with her mom, his mm-hmm. mom for so long, leaving her with his mom for so long. And he's like, well, how did it go? with, mo- with Well, she, she says, I don't think you'd be up for it. And he, he's like, I just lost my virginity. I'm always up for it. I know. It's so funny. funny. Um, and yeah, so he asks her how it went yeah. and, and Jen's like, I, I kind of talked to your mom about moving to, boston and dawson's like oh this again you know and he's like i have been thinking about it but i just i don't think it's the right time yeah and jen's like it is and i'm like not alone in feeling this way yeah and dawson's like yeah but you don't get it well he asks when you and my mom became close enough to sharing insights about what's best for my life and i was like three fucking years ago dawson keep up (laughs) i know (laughs) <laughs> or just now when you left her there all alone when you're yeah. like this is my girlfriend i'm gonna see you totally but i'm guessing the summer that pacey and joey were on the boat probably I know. they had some conversations that too. yeah it's like come on. come on like i see where he's coming from where he's yeah, like totally. stop making these choices for me or whatever but like you know the way he lashes out at her is like inappropriate absolutely but like i guess like i get it because i see where he's coming from like yeah yeah, yeah. I can I, understand it's not that i don't him. see where he's coming from i can totally. understand him and like he gets super mean to her yeah yeah exactly because she's like you know you're not required to be the husband yeah and like he says it's not that simple and jen's like yeah i like no yeah (laughs) and i wanted to say thank god that jen and dawson have done years of work because if they hadn't and he said this next line I i would have never forgiven jen for staying i totally agree with you um Cause he's like, you're not the best person to be giving advice about parents. I was like, fuck, fuck you. you. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Like you don't have to have the lived experience to give advice on that because like her parents are fucking assholes and that's not her fault. She doesn't also, talk. You think you don't, she doesn't have lived advice, lived she experience about parents. She doesn't talk to her parents for a good reason yeah. and it's not her fault. Totally. And he's like, you know, these are just the facts. Like, how can you give me advice about dealing with my mother when you don't talk to hers? I was like, ooh, leave this conversation now. Ooh, and she's like, that's not fair. Yeah. And she leaves. Yeah. Jen very, because he's like, I think we should talk about something different. She's like, actually, I'd like to not talk about anything and I don't want to be here. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So then we go to Audrey and Pacey shooting pool. Yeah. Love. I know. We get this scene from the opening. That ends up being in the opening credits, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, there's a bunch of creepy dudes behind her. Are they staring at her ass? Cheering. I don't know. Okay. Both her ass and her tits. Whatever. I really miss pool. (laughs) I think it's still available. 
really i can't go you can't go anywhere right now i feel mm. like yeah anyway so she beats pacey which mm-hmm. i love and joey comes up and pacey's like maybe maybe like you should play audrey yeah. and joey has seemingly been killed at pool by audrey before because she's like no i'm not fucking doing that shit. yeah hell no <laughs> and i was like who i would have loved that scene yeah and joey's just like <laughs> pacey asks her how long after he dropped her off she yeah, to the she bursar's went, office. I know. <laughs> they start to banter, and Joey's like, "I know, I'm a freak." Yeah. <laughs> and Pacey's like, "Yeah, but there's a part of you that you know, like, knows how to let loose, yeah, like yeah. the girl that can play strip poker and bring go- her back." <laughs> I know. Yeah, and go away on a boat for the summer and uh-huh. sing at a beauty pageant, you know. Yeah. And it's like again, like he knows her so well, and he like reaches over her to grab the eight ball, and they are very close when he reaches over. Yeah. Was like woo yeah what are yeah we doing here? and joey's like oh yes the other joey and we're like yes drunk joey yes, the drunk best joey, one my queen can we bring her back please um you know and pacey just like says the girl who knows better than to let things that aren't in her control bother her mm-hmm. like dawson and jen and then puts his hand on her shoulder yeah just kind of like yeah i know what you're going through it's like stop thinking about them you know God, these two I know. I know and then audrey comes up and she's like i love this pool chalk it matches my eyeshadow i mean god what it's a fucking queen. amazing <laughs> <laughs> we do, my literal note is we need more audrey's in this world seriously yeah and joey's like i'm going to the bar and pacey's like you know what let me buy you a drink why don't you buy a solid drink and he hands her a hundred dollar bill yeah and she's like where'd you get this you yeah know? she's like whoo you're loaded yeah and then she like walks through the club and Charlie comes up to her again and Char- with a drink and yeah. he's like, here, this is for you. No, 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 never. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. And she's like, um, why are you back again? And he's yeah. like, oh, I don't give up that easily. And Joey, again, with the growth is like giving a girl a drink does not absolve you from cheating on her friend. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> Josephine standing up for Jen and Charlie's like did did what I do was it that bad was it so terrible well, he, like asked her for a second chance and she's like I mean you don't need a second chance with me you need a second chance with Jen yeah and she's taken yeah and like Charlie's like yeah did was it so bad I hit on you I'm guilty of being attracted to you and I think you dro- you're drop dead gorgeous and I was like you cheated on her friend yeah it's like okay we understand why that happened that's why th- that happened but yeah. like you're still trash and why would she pursue this yeah. which like for the storytelling it's like you know they kiss and so it's like why did they write it like this I have no idea it's so fucked up yeah it's hard to give a fuck about and like not be annoyed with joey you know like i understand it but like come on well, she's so good right here like, yeah she's so like get the fuck away from me you cheated yeah. on my friend i want nothing to do with you and like yeah he's like kind of like pressuring her to take a chance and he calls her a prude which is like he starts to neg her yeah like that fucking stupid pickup artist yes. fucking nonsense because like you know charlie's like oh i made a fool out of myself uh-huh. um when like he was like hitting on her or something like that and like that's okay with me like yeah. I'm happy to make a fool out of myself and she's like great because you're like doing a great job of it right now and then he and yeah and then he starts to neg her he's like you know do they teach classes on how to be uptight at Worthington or is a prerequisite and I was like fuck off I know <laughs> and he's like you know trying to he's ad- like when was the last time you did something wild yeah and like you and your like, but I bet like the list of your you of things that you like haven't done 
are like goes on ad nauseum and i'm like she's 18 <laughs> oh my god this guy read the gift and now i want to fucking oh him. my god it's so annoying yeah and then and then like she walks away like mm-hmm. good yeah absolutely yeah because like i hear what you're saying and we'll we'll get into it later but like my thing is like this part like so no this is fine she's like showing She's a new person because she is still standing up for Jen, even though she is mad at Jen. But she knows she doesn't have a right to be mad at Jen, mm-hmm. but she is mad at Jen. And there, there's fine being like, it's fine to feel complicated sure. like that, you know, because like that is part of our journey of like managing our emotions, you know. Sometimes you feel multiple things that seemingly are incongruent yeah Yeah. um odds with each other yeah yeah. and so like it's fine and she still is being like you're trash you were fucked up to jen like you know and then he starts negging her and she's just like bye i don't fucking know yeah (laughs) so we go to the dock where dawson's sitting and gail comes out to him Mm -hmm. and gail's like at first i was a little worried what was going to go on after i went to sleep and now I'm a little bit worried what's not going on. That's a very weird thing to say to your child. Weird boundaries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, Leary's man. Weird, 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 weird. And Dawson then says, like, we had our first fight. Like, we're going to work it out. Mm-hmm. And Gail says, like, you got to start letting go of this shit. Like, yeah. let go of this house. Start thinking about yourself. Yeah, you need to start moving on with your life. Yeah, if you don't do that, you're not going to work it out with Jen. Like, she's not going to stick around for that. And he's just like, I can't help but be worried about you and Lily. Like, that's just how it is, you know? And, like, here's the thing that I get. One of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life is leave my mother's house Mm -hmm. after my dad died to go back to L.A. It's fucking hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it ripped my heart out. I was like, and, Mm -hmm. and my mom is like fine yeah (laughs) she's like much more responsible as a person than i am (laughs) let me just say you know what i mean like like there's not i didn't have to help with anything i was Mm -hmm. just there and there wasn't like like a baby there wasn't a baby but like also like i'm not gonna help with paperwork because i'm only gonna fuck that up and she's gonna do it right Right, you know that kind of stuff so like you know it's not I, i just I get that that is so fucking hard and mm-hmm. I can't imagine having to do it at 18. Yeah. I, you know, I was 36. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, also you have to do it. Yeah. And I, I do think it's also part of like the journey of grieving Mitch that Gail also has to say that too. Of like, And that Gail has to be like, what's my life going to look like? Yeah. And like, say like she still has to like parent a new Dawson and that's the Dawson that's lost his dad. And that's yeah. hard for her for sure. Yeah. But also she has to like reimagine her parenting and be like, I know you want to help and I understand that and I really appreciate that, but I also need you to trust me that I will ask for help when I need it and you need to go on with your life because totally. I don't want to establish this like codependency that's unhealthy for both of us. Totally. Because like she's like, I'll hire help, you know? Yeah. Like she's like, you should like, I'll, we'll be okay. I'll hire help. And it's like, great. Like, you know, Gail needed this to jumpstart herself to hire help because totally. like, again, like I said, like she didn't replace mitch as the general manager you know like it's been like you know four months since mitch died and like you grieve on your own terms i totally understand that but at the same time like she has a business to run like she should have there's things that are happening hire a general manager you know like they had an assistant manager they could just promote you would imagine totally Um, totally 
There's a pipeline there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Gail, Gail says, like, part of me is just really loved having you around. But, like, seeing you and Jen, like, she wants you in Boston. Yeah. And you should go. And you should live in that attic. Right. She's like, that girl is head over heels for you. And, like, she cares so much about you mm-hmm. and your future. And and Dawson admits that he doesn't know how he would have gotten through this all without her. Yeah. And, like, Gail's like, yeah. I'm fine. Like, go to Boston. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. She's like, I'm proud of you, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he finally says Ooh, it. That choked me up. He's like. Because <laughs> she says, I feel the same way that I know Mitch would, or your dad yeah, would. I'm yeah. proud of you. And that one, oof, yeah. oof that one hit me. <laughs> then Dawson finally says something I've always wanted him to say. Uh-huh. And he's like, I've got some apologizing to do. Aaron, music to my ears. Seriously. Let's see if he actually apologizes. Um, and, and Gail's she's like, like, if that doesn't work, you just grovel. That's what always worked for your dad. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to the club where Audrey is once again kicking Pacey's ass in the pool. So funny. And she's like, okay, uh, Pacey's like, one more, one more. I want, you know, like, you gotta. Mm-hmm. And she's like, all right, but loser has to pay the tab. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of is like, wait, where is Joey? And we hear the opening drum to Cheap Tricks uh, classic, I Want You to Want Me. And (laughs) Casey and Audrey are like, oh, let's go look for her. And And he's like, did she leave? Audrey's like, maybe we met, she met someone. We had this pact that we kiss a boy tonight. And Pacey's like, that is not Joey. Yeah. (laughs) And Audrey's like, well, like, I made that pact, but she was there. Like, she knows that it's happening. And Pacey's like, wait a minute. I recognize that voice. And we're like, oh, God, us too. (laughs) singing and joey voice katie holmes is singing um i want you to want me and just like my question is like must we do both cheap trick and letters to cleo dirty like this oh my god like why I... the fuck is katie holmes singing she's so it's so, so bad bad it's so bad listen in the first in the first season i was still trying to be nice to people when we did the um lay miz episode uh-huh. <laughs> She's terrible. Terrible. Yeah, and I'm it's fine because it makes sense because she's like in this beauty pageant and she doesn't know what her talent's going to be. So like, sure. fine. She's like, I'm going to sing a song. Fine. I'm going to sing on And then they own. do like karaoke. Fine. That We fine. all the did karaoke, that. karaoke, fine. We all did that in high school. Like, sure, whatever. We're not good at karaoke. But like this thing, they're like, we're going to let, we're going to let Joey let loose. You know what we're going to do? We're going to make her a singer. And she's not good. And it's not also good. like a studio recording. So Absolutely. like, like a lot went into this. Oh, totally. Um, why i don't know like maybe katie holmes is like you know what my next move is gonna be broadway so i'm gonna really show An them album yeah i'm gonna really yeah. show them my skills and By you're singing, like i will cheap trick and she like dances on stage much we, must we besmirch cheap trick oh my god she um, does some fancy footwork girl listen so I'm gonna, i want to kind of read my notes okay because Paisley and audrey are like oh my god and audrey's like who is that girl he's like, like the other joey yeah lol my notes god it's so bad this is hard to watch and she screams i want you to want me at one point mm-hmm. i hate it mm-hmm. and then i said everyone cheers god make this end yeah she like go she's like starts to she's all trying to be sexy which like it's fine i want her to like explore this part of absolutely. her her identity you absolutely know? she like takes off her jacket but it just like it feels authentic to an 18 year old absolutely like, really like you know uptight girl trying to be sexy absolutely. because she takes off her shirt and she just has like a a turtleneck 
underneath yeah like not a she's not like a low cut shirt she's like hey everyone here's, here's my, my arm here's my beige let me show some skin beige tank have top. you seen my elbow like <laughs> which is fine like you know but it's funny it's, there is a strip of midriff because it is the year 2000 yes that is true yeah. and you know and like audrey stoke and joey's smiling and that's great that's right, what right, right. we want out fine, of this fine we're laughing our asses off because also, it's, it's just, funny it's it's, but it's, it's too just really that's long. the thing what they do with joey's singing or katie holmes singing whatever we want to say is that like they make it too long oh my God, like they're forever. like it's it's fu- like they could have just done the fancy footwork and then been done but then they're like no you're gonna get like, like the beginning a of a full it. minute of her singing and like dancing like she's a pop star when she's not she's not good at any of these things no. and Girl, it's we were in the midst of britney i know and, and christina and the Why thing is like her yeah like it's like i'm saying like it is fine that she's bad but no, the no, no, way no, totally. that they make it on screen so long you get the vibe that they, they don't think they it's don't bad. think it's they bad think it's great. so that's why it's hard to watch like right. i don't care that people i'm not a good singer if i like you know whatever yeah you put me on that stage i'm gonna look like a fucking yeah like i would look like that too it's yeah. like that part is fine but we like the way it comes across is they're like isn't she amazing she's yeah. a triple threat she sings and dances i think she I mean, that, she has the ability to sing. That is what's happening, but she's not good at either of <laughs> yes, those things. Totally, so, like, totally. uh, so I'm not no threatened thanks. by this skill. Yeah. Um. And so she goes backstage she's after that song, amped. and she's amped. God bless her. I love it. She's yeah. that's what she should be doing. Yeah. And then Charlie comes, and he's like, "That was amazing." <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you had it into you. And she's, and she says, "Like, you probably didn't know about this either." And then kisses him. Oh my God, come on. I'm like so, so deeply mixed about this because like there's this one part of me that's like this packed with Audrey. Like I get it. She's mm-hmm. trying to let loose and like, fine, go kiss someone random. Totally. The problem that I He's have. He's not random. I, I agree with you. It's like. I, the problem that I have is that this is Jen's ex. Yeah. And like, there's this part of me that's like with Joey and Jen's history. Yeah. Even though I don't think this is what the show is meaning to do, mm-hmm. there is like this kind of part of me that's like, are you being kind of shitty because yeah. you're mad that Jen and Dawson are dating? You can't help but feel that way that she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. But I'm going to show Jen that like, I'm the girl that guys want. Yeah. And it's like, like I don't it think feels that's like, what they're doing. But it totally feels like this weird power move that Joey's pulling on Jen. Right. And because like... like Charlie was really fucked up to Jen and they didn't like she literally just said it I know know? and so like what like what's gonna come from this like what's happening you know yeah and and she tells him not to call her up tight right and then she like comes out on stage to be clapped for yet again I know and she like relishes in the like I'm Joey Potter like of it all yeah and I, I like don't think she's supposed to sing again but I can't tell yeah and so yeah like that's it's fucked up. Wow. It's it's like it's hard because like it's good. You want Joey to like have fun, to let loose. I don't necessarily think letting loose means like you know, being hypersexual or like that you have to kiss someone to let loose. She sure went and sang on stage. She already let loose, you know. But like whatever, fine. That's but what like it, my thing is like kiss the guitar player. That's what I mean. What why if wasn't you kiss the, the guitar player in front of Charlie like Yeah, the drummer or someone else? Like Rosa. why can't it just be someone else? Well, because like I mean, literally Joey Potter 
have we seen her kiss maybe one person that like we haven't hasn't been a character introduced on the show which was like that guy at the party where she drinks too much in season right one. Yeah, yeah yeah totally she like kind of like kisses her, yeah yeah totally Whatever. and pacey saves her really long-haired creep yeah, yeah creep. rando and then like yeah and then, and then the like, guy in like the kiss episode anderson anderson yeah but like we spend a whole episode with that guy totally before. she yeah, kisses yeah, yeah, him yeah. like he has a name i know yeah. you know what i mean like exactly like we've never seen her just randomly kiss an, a person right yeah, and yeah. it's like and it's again it like like i do think for part of her journey of realizing a kiss is just a kiss like what yeah. she said about you know dawson and joey or dawson and jen rather like yeah. yes sometimes a kiss is just a kiss sure. you know and like sometimes it isn't you know but sure. like she needs to know sometimes like what happened with her and dawson and coda was just a kiss meant nothing and that is part of her journey but like in terms of the show it's like I think Chad Michael Murray left Gilmore Girls to be on Dawson's Creek. So maybe they had a contract with him to be in a certain number of episodes. So they're like, oh, we're going to have him back for this. And it's like, well, if you had to do that, why did we like, how are we supposed to reconcile this as the viewer? Why couldn't he like how could, Jen for longer? Yeah, or like, like exactly. Or, or why couldn't they have just broken up and not have it be a fucked up breakup? Right. You know what I mean? Because at that point, we might feel differently if Jen was like, I don't think I like you. Like it would, it would still or like feel we don't have anything in common. I was right. Mm-hmm. Like we'd literally exactly. just have good sexual chemistry. Yeah. Like that would feel like it would still be like, come on, Joey, why do you have to just fuck everyone that everyone else has dated? You know, like we already Girl, went through that yeah, last get episode, some sloppy but first, at least not sloppy we would seconds. understand <laughs> yeah. it more like, or we would be more willing to be like, okay, yeah. fine. In the, you know, in the canon of the show, like this is what these kid weirdos do, you yeah. know, but like, this is fucked up. He was fucked up to Jen. And like, listen, like we've all kissed dudes or women that we, yeah, maybe shouldn't have. Sure. Totally. That we regret later. Yeah. 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 Or that we're like, meh, was that like, wasn't my best choice. You know, <laughs> I shouldn't, my friend will be very mad about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I like that give some space, but also there's this part of me that's like, I just wish the storytelling was different. I totally agree. And it could be really easy if they didn't weren't so the show wasn't so committed to just torturing Jen. Like if Jen, like I said, if Jen and and Charlie just break up because she's like, you know what? Like I Not was right. Me. You're mm-hmm. we don't have anything in common. I like fucking you, but like I want more than that. Yeah. I want to be more than just seen as this sex kitten and like I don't want that from you. Totally. Then that would have been fine and we could feel have a different way to feel about this. But totally. because he was just so fucked up to her, which makes him a scumbag. Like, you know? I, then why know. <laughs> why would we be rooting for like him and Joey? I right. will never root for that cuz he's a scumbag, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah, totally. And like, even now after this, how we're supposed to, we're, they're trying to change the way we feel about Charlie. And I, I like cannot get there I, because Audrey sees Char- Joey and Charlie and she makes Pacey leave with her. Yeah, she does. She's like, oh, Joey's busy. And you're like, yeah. that doesn't make sense for Audrey either. Yeah. Um, Hang on. We have a scene with Jocelyn and Jen before we get to the Audrey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Joey thing. But like, I, but I have some things to say about that too. Yeah. So, so, cause we go back to the Leary's where Dawson walks into his room yeah. and Jen's in her pajamas and he just looks at her and says, you're so beautiful. Yeah. And, the, and he's, I mean, he delivers it. Like, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. Get me wrong. And you don't like the way she takes it is like, she's like, you don't, I don't, you don't have to apologize. She says, apology accepted. But like, I don't think that's what he was doing. I don't either. Like, I think he was 
starting off with that so then he could he apologize could, like, and i like i think this is how the show's supposed to be like isn't he so sweet and innocent he just said the right thing like on out of the blue well because like she, he's like i had a whole thing that i was gonna say and she's like i don't need it and i'm like make him apologize for things on this television show i know it's that's on the show no no like totally you know totally 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 i mean i and like we've said before there's part of the the writing of dawson leary mm-hmm. that's so frustrating yeah and this is it this is it yeah because she's like i don't i don't need it you know and it's like well that's fine but he like you wish he could be like great i'm so grateful but i i need to say it i want you to know how i feel you know like it it, because like you know again if we're just constantly comparing dawson to pacey like that is something pacey would do of like i just need you to know how i feel and like this is what happened but dawson's like great i don't have to apologize because she says he's right she doesn't have any firsthand experience with what he's going through and dawson's like yeah no one i know does. yeah i know and you're right i should move into the attic and like uh, I mean, good on Dawson for acknowledging that, like, none of his friends fucking know what to do here. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> like, but also Jen does then, like, oh, I'm so excited about, like, decorating and, like, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they kiss. And then they start looking over at Jen's mm-hmm. old house. Yeah. Like, they're in the window and he's, like, behind her kind of holding yeah, her from yeah, behind. Yeah. And she's like, you know, it's so weird how things look at work out. Yeah. Like we had to move away to be together. Yeah. And we used to live right next door. And she, he's like, too bad we didn't get together over at your house. That would have been fun. And then like Jen's kind of like, you know what Graham says? No regrets. And I'm like, again, Jen. I know. <laughs> Stop bringing Grams. You almost fucked in her room too. I know. Yeah. Season two. And, and Dawson's like, you know, well, that's not your house. And she's like, it's the way she says it. I know. She goes, it will always be my house. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. It's crushing. I know. Like the first place Jen ever felt safe. I know. I mean, totally. Totally. It's so heartbreaking. Um, And like, I don't know. My parents moved when I was in college. So I like, and I didn't really love my childhood or like that house particularly. So like, I, I didn't feel a kinship to it, but I know how it feels to be like, well, what is home? You know? Yeah. I guess my, you know, I lived in the same house my whole life mm-hmm. until I was 17 and moved out. Yeah. My parents sold it. Like right before your dad died. They 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 didn't even sell it right before. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. sold it after my dad died. They moved into a new house right before my dad died. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, at that point, I was just like, just move. You need a new house. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, totally. You, like I'm this fine. house is unsafe for him. Yeah, and like you need to move into a new house. Like I have no feelings about it. I'm yeah, like yeah. 35 or 36. Like yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. care. Move, totally. please. Yeah. So like I don't. It's it's a little. Yeah, yeah. Um. So we go back to the club, and this is where Pacey and Audrey are like looking for Joey, and mm. they kind of are like, Pacey's like, maybe she went home. Audrey's like, no, and he's like maybe she met someone and audrey's like joey potter leave with a guy do you have any idea what it would take for that to happen (laughs) and pacey's just like "Mm." (laughs) it involves a wall just to say yes seriously um and then that's where audrey sees joey on stage and like with charlie going up to her Mm -hmm. and audrey kind of like turns pacey without him really noticing Mm -hmm. and is like oh you know she said she like might have to go home early to study yeah and like Pacey is like, what? She doesn't have any classes. Like, what's she gonna study? I know. For? And it's, 
it's hard to believe that Audrey would do this. Cause it's like, there's a, there's one reality where like, that's such a good friend move, mm-hmm. you know, where like she, like you kind of have chemistry with a guy and like, she's like moving no. your ex-boyfriend away from this situation. So you can like go do your thing. Totally. And I do see Audrey as being a wing woman, you Absolutely. know, like I totally understand that, but like, just it's like from the sh- storytelling, it's like, what, why are we retconning this character that was like so fucked up? So fucked up. Yeah. Like, and like, I don't know if we're supposed to think that he apologized in the last episode. Like he like brought, he her brought back over her the flaming shirt, lip shirt and we're supposed to be like, oh, he's redeemed. Like, I don't that's know. Not a re- that's not. Because the redemption would be like, you know what? You were right. When I said we didn't discuss it, that was because I didn't discuss it. And like, essentially I was lying to you and I'm sorry about that. Like, you know, like it's true. I didn't think that we were like actually together so I didn't think what I was doing was fucked up but like I also didn't let you in on that and that's not fair and like you were right to be mad about that he just is like all right I just want you to be happy it's like well and that's like first of all everyone should want everyone to be happy so that is nothing that fucking means nothing like honestly what like so you're what so there are people you don't want to be happy like come on like you know like I don't like that doesn't mean anything right like oh what a good guy he wants someone he fucked over to be happy what yeah 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 totally and I also think like just like listening to what you were just saying, like there's a part of me that's like that episode was all about communication and miscommunication mm-hmm. after for destruction. Yeah, yeah. And so like, w- what an interesting thing. And if you want to, if you want to sort of retcon Charlie's character, what an interesting, and we both complain that Jen wasn't in that episode enough. Like we yeah, didn't yeah, get yeah. enough of her. Yeah, yeah, totally. And like, what an interesting thing to like have them have this conversation mm-hmm. where she was kind of like, I mean, what you did was fucked up, but like, okay, thank you for, yeah. you know, like totally. saying this and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. whatever. But it's just like, and so that you can feel logical need better to not show Jen kindness. Yeah, because it's like then Jen could feel better about what happened with Charlie and not have to be like Charlie was like kind of like what Jack was saying is like I don't want you to just be with Dawson because Charlie fucked you over, yeah. you know. And so she could get more peace with what happened with Charlie, which he fucked her over. Yeah, I don't think she's with Dawson because of that, but no, there there is an element that is there. Like right, we just saw right now, where she's like, "You don't have to apologize. You're such a good guy." Well, and it's like kind of even like harkening back to Gretchen in the last season of like that's that episode where she's like talks about what a nice guy Dawson is or a good guy Dawson is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want you to be with me because like, I'm not a shithead like your ex. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. You know? And there's like, I mean, I, like we're in the weirdo logic of the show because like, I'm like, I don't see Dawson as a good guy right. or a nice guy. But that is part of a complicated journey of like the way in which the whole town puts a narrative on all of our characters. Absolutely. Like Joey's a poor person. Pacey's a fucked up one. And Dawson's a nice guy. And while like he maybe gets like the good, he definitely gets the good end of the stick. You could see how complicated that feels of like, I'm not always, why do I like, I don't like this narrative sure. that I didn't participate. Like, you know, like, sure, sure, and sure. that's so hard of your childhood of like, why do I have to be this person that you're making me be, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And it's hard when you are on the good or the quote unquote, like good side of that. Where yeah. you're just like, Oh my God, I don't want to be this, you know, like totally. Yeah. Totally. And, and so, but there's this part of me too, that looks at this and is like, you know, there is a way you can kind of with weirdo Dawson's Creek logic be like Jen leaves or like whatever, this bad guy, Mm -hmm. they break up and then 
she goes to the good guy. Right. Much like Gretchen. Totally. Totally. And that kind of seems like what it's happening. But like you wish that then you could feel like it was happening for their actual connection or like that you could eliminate that from the equation. If and if they were going to tell this story where like Joey and and Charlie like make out that 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 Charlie yeah okay that Charlie (laughs) and Jen had like a more like of a closure and that Charlie comes to terms with what he did to Jen so at least we can be like oh okay he is reformed he is seeking to be a better person all we saw was him being yeah like you know we all did fucked up yeah like it's just like I don't know like again you know we all were young we all understand but like what what really happened was Charlie was like well, we never had to talk about being serious. And you're like, that's right. But you also never had to talk about fucking someone else. So like, you can't just have it both ways. Like, you know, like, it's like, okay, like there's a backup, a follow-up to that. Charlie's like, we never talked about being serious. And Jen's like, well, we never talked about you putting your dick in someone else. So like, that's on both of us. (laughs) So here we are. But we're still here. And at this point, we're like, this is fucked up. Yeah. You know, and Mm -hmm. we definitely made some assumptions here, but it's still fucked up. And we need to talk about this, you know? And like his, his like you know what we're supposed to be like oh he he really saw it is that like oh Nora didn't choose me and I want you to have your t-shirt back and I want you to be happy and it's like "Mm." get out of here no well so Charlie looks at Joey and is like it seems like you need to ride home and Joey's like nope I'm good not from you yeah and he's like well your friends left and like let me take you on my motorcycle i'll take you anywhere you want to go and joey's just like of, for- of course, course you have, you have a motorcycle, motorcycle. so and gross. then she walks away i know which, like good for her again like i'm so conflicted in this because i hate that she kisses him mm-hmm. but also she like it's not like then she softens towards him it's mm-hmm. like it, there's a part of me that does seem like she's like fulfilling this bet and then like mm-hmm. okay bye yeah, yeah, yeah you know and and so like I mean, I don't love it, but yeah, totally. Have a little bit more space for it. So then we apparently go to Jen's old house. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, I know where Dawson and Jen have just had sex, and they're on the floor in front and of a, a fireplace f- that they've lit. They've lit the fireplace. Way to be sneaky! You <laughs> I two. know what Gail's gonna be like. Why is there a fire next door? Who like how, from the pol- everything we know about Cape Side? How is no one already called the cops? Well, it's weird. Where's, where's it's sh- like, Sheriff I don't Winter? understand how this works. But like, in my mind, if you have a second home, you have an alarm on that second home. Sure. So like, what? What? Here. Uh, yeah. Okay. And he's like, is living together going to screw this all up? And then mm-hmm. Jen says, not if you learn how to deal with the toilet seat. <laughs> I wish they had a real conversation. <laughs> I oh feel like God. it's really brave of Dawson to be like, like I'm kind of nervous about this like you know like is this like this is kind of moving really fast we're gonna like live together after we've only been dating for a few weeks My further proof that Jen's a lesbian I know, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but continue you know like yes. it, it's hard because like yeah. I do think this is really brave and insightful of him to like want to talk to her about this you know totally totally I do understand her like not being like like not getting it because she doesn't have she's just like no this is the healthiest relationship i've ever had and i love you so like or like i just i'm you know love you and i'm in it you know or whatever so like i i also see the 18 year old of that but like i'm like wow i wish she could just be like maybe yeah (laughs) and also like what are we gonna do to make sure that we're not like up all in each other's shit yeah or just like is this gonna be weird 
I don't think so because I'm excited about it. Like even that naivete would yeah, be yeah, like yeah. I would welcome, you know. <laughs> yeah, totally, it's like totally. no, it's not going to be weird. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Like you wish you could kind of get like a little bit more of that, you know. And Jen's just like I'm just nervous because I've like never had a healthy relationship. Which is so honest. And true. Yeah, yeah, I mean, totally. I'm glad we're, like, looking at Henry as not healthy. Thank God. Fuck yeah, totally. Um, And she's like, you know, she asked when the fun stops in a healthy relationship. Uh-huh. I was like, never. <laughs> and he's like, I have no idea, but we're going to have a lot of fun finding out. And I was yeah. like, no, that was actually. It is nice. sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. I, I mean, like, it. in terms of, like, Dawson's Creek speak, it's the most, it's like, it is a healthy conversation. Yeah, it's, it is kind of nice. I mean, I'm, I'm with you that they don't really have a conversation about what living together is going to look like right but they do kind of have a conversation about relationships totally and it feels like an 18 year old conversation totally because like as a 38 year old it'd be like is it weird we're gonna live together right away it'd be like yes but i want to know what specific you think is weird about it so we can like i can understand that we can talk about this and i want you to know what i might think is weird so we can understand where we're coming from and i also want to know about the realities of like why we feel like dawson can't get an apartment Mm -hmm. or like can't look at dorms you know there might be realities where it's like this is actually Mm -hmm. what's gonna have to happen yeah totally i mean it it, it's an interesting totally thing but we're like all right go with it okay yeah so we see pacey pull up to audrey and joey's dorm Mm -hmm. and audrey is like this car is amazing amazing (laughs) yeah oh my god and she like knows the guards that work on campus yeah she's well she tells him she had fun and it was way more fun hanging out with him than some hot guy she'd want to date <laughs> he's like oh thanks great and she's like because he offers to walk her in yeah <laughs> and she's like no 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 i know all the security guards like i'm safe and she then she's like i wonder if like you know this carlos like ha- had his, his wife baby. had his baby yeah and, like, blah, blah, blah. and pacey's like you hmm. seem pretty chummy with these guards for someone who just, just got in last night. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, well, you got me. Um, yeah. I got in a big fight with my parents about money and I just, I don't really want Joey to know. Yeah. She says she stayed on campus mm-hmm. the whole time. And I was like, dude, UCSC actually used to turn off the heat. Yeah. Like I thought, I, I don't know, but as I understood it, most colleges like completely closed down during yeah winter we, holidays my mom worked there and it was like yeah. there were two weeks where like they were not allowed to it was come. like a locked out yeah yeah, yeah, yeah totally um so yeah audrey asked pacey not to tell joey and she's like sometimes you don't want the people closest to you to know about certain things and he mm-hmm. says he gets it mm-hmm. and then he tells her about the car i know it's like it's sweet, but it's also like it kind of broke my heart that he couldn't like tell Joey this. Yeah, I, I mean, I have I have a few things, I have a few thoughts because uh. he tells her that this Mustang has sat in impound for three months, and his dad gave it to him. And I was like, I've Woof. got a lot. Woof! <laughs> but you know what? We're you know what we're thinking? <laughs> what the? Okay, so cops just steal people's shit and give it to their kids. Um, Is that what I just learned? Civil forfeiture. Mm. Hmm. And then Sheriff Woodard told Pacey that he was proud of him. Ugh. And Pacey's like, that's the first time in my whole life he's ever said that. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm worried like when that will end. Yeah. And Audrey's like, you know, I'm not going to tell anyone. And they kind of both have this like parents just don't understand moment. Yeah. And then Audrey, like, kisses him on the cheek and is like, I hope that was okay. Um, it was for the pack. You know, it was for the pack. Yeah. And he's like, it's always fine by me if a beautiful woman wants to kiss me. 
yeah like it did break my heart that he didn't feel like he could tell joey that when she's like confiding in him like about dawson about dawson which is like part of his insecurity about joey Uh and then like you know like what contributed to his insecurity about joey and why they broke up was like a lot of his like insecurities about himself and who he's gonna be you know so and she did flat out ask him too it's so fascinating it is fascinating there's a part of me the the way that i sort of was like okay let me think about this because i thought i i like was kind of struck by it too Mm -hmm. and i said like the, the 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 only way I can kind of like be like okay I think this is what's going on in my mind is that sometimes like you want to tell someone something that doesn't know all the history mm-hmm. like you want to tell someone that's just going to be like oh that's so nice you know like mm-hmm. and do- isn't like whoa let's process this right and and I feel like he can't tell Joey that without her like mm-hmm. knowing the significance of his dad saying mm-hmm. he's proud of him and stuff like that like that's the only logical thing that I can like kind of mm. put put myself through. Honestly, I had a different take, and okay. it's that um, Pacey always feels like he has to save a girl, so he's trying to save Audrey in the way he f- she feels about her parents by being like, "My parents are fucked up too," yeah. and like, "Look at this," you I know. Mean, that works too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> those are both logical yeah. explanations yeah. <laughs> um so we cut to joey walking down the sidewalk mm-hmm. and charlie is like on his motorcycle in the street kind of like walking it along with her begging her to get on the bike with him yeah. and my question here aaron is like what about charlie am i supposed to find charming none i don't know she wants to walk and he's like you're gonna walk home in this cold and i'm like is it warmer to be on a motorcycle I don't know. Oh, my God. Like, go away, dude. Yeah. Because he's like, come take a ride with me. And then he's like, "There's, I know there's a part of you dying to get on this bike and ride off with me. If not, like, what was that kiss about? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. I know. And she, like, comes over to him. And she's like, maybe there's this other part of me, like, another girl that lives inside of me. And every once in a while, she let loose and does things, lets loose and does things. And she goes, Charlie, if you ever mention her or what she may have done to anyone else, I'll deny it. <laughs> and then she, like, leaves him on the bike. Yeah. And keeps walking. Yeah. And. Like, I do appreciate that she's like, don't you fucking tell anyone about this. <laughs> like, yes. you know, like, I, like, that kind of makes me, like, be like. Like, she definitely doesn't want it to get back to Jen. Yeah. And that, like. You know, while like a part of me does think she did it to hurt Jen, maybe she realizes that about herself and then is like, no, I'm if you yeah. ever say this happened, I'm gonna, you know, deny it. Yeah. And no one's gonna believe you. Yeah. Um, but it's hard. It's hard. And I, and like, again, like Charlie, this thing of like, and listen, I know Say Anything was one of my favorite movies for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And like, the Lloyd Dobler holds a fucking radio over his head outside of Yoni Sky's room scene. Like I used to think it was very romantic and now I have like a very different take on that scene. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, it's kind of similar. Like I get it that like at a certain point we're like, Oh my God, isn't this romantic? I'm like, no, this is fucking stalking. Yes. It's not romantic. I know. This isn't like charming. No. If a girl says she doesn't want to be near you, get the fuck get away out from of there. Her. Stop it. And so. So it's just like, 
you know, because because we kind of get this. She's he says it was fun hanging out with Joey and he calls her smart girl from Worthington. Uh-huh. And she says good night. And we get her walking through Wilmington. I mean, Boston. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and, and Charlie like drives off. Like he finally does leave. Thanks fucking God. Mm-hmm. But like. He just followed her and he's like begging her to go somewhere with him. And I'm like. From what she knows about you. Mm hmm. Like, what the fuck? Yes. I know. (laughs) You're harassing her. I know. I know. And why are we supposed to care about this guy? I mean, don't get me started. Also, I just hate Chad Michael Murray. I don't know if I've said that yet, but like, I just fucking find him so awful. Yeah, it's hard because like they always cast him in these roles that are really fucked up or it's like the hot asshole that we're supposed to be like, oh, but he's so hot. And it's like. At least with he's not that hot. Well, at least with a Dawson type character, like oh, but he's so nice, and at least that narrative is more desirable to like (laughs) be on board with. Because like, what the fuck does it mean to be hot? Like, come on, you know, snap that guy in half. Yeah, it's just like, like I don't know what like this super Aryan looking motherfucker is hot. Like, I just like I don't know. Like, I I just like it still feels problematic in a number of ways, you know. And like, no, I don't care. Like, you know, and it's I don't like like every like you know he wasn't a good character on Gilmore Girls so anyone that would have followed him to this show or that knew you know when he appears on Dawson's Creek knows him Gilmore Girls they're like that guy Tristan that guy's a piece of shit you know so it's like like that's his whole thing on Gilmore Girls is that he's an asshole yes and he tortures Rory who's like the kind of Joey Potter of it all and I mean listen I'll give him credit that he plays a great asshole so does James Vanderbeek (laughs) He does. James Vanderbilt plays an asshole. Maybe better than anyone. So it's like, okay, we already have the seats taken. (laughs) (laughs) Can't sit here. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't know. Fuck Charlie. I know. And it's like hard to care. But I do love this episode. Like, I I, I actually had a really good time watching it. No, I love this this episode. It's great. And like, again, like, I don't think you have to like make out with someone to like let loose. I don't think that. But I also like this for Joey. It's like fun to watch. And like, it's fine. And 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 it like, it feels authentic to call it like it feels real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to promote the idea that like letting loose means like, you know, making out with somebody you don't want to or like doing anything sexual, like, you know, to feel like you've let loose. Like, I don't think that's true. And I like that feels like the problem, a problematic thing. However, I love this for Joey, you know, like the constantly portraying her as a prude when we're like, well, she's so horny like you know well and that's my thing is like there's a part of me that's like let joey be a slut my god i know you know and like or just dismantle his binary well and that's what i'm and and that's what i'm aiming at right is it's like the the show sets up this binary between joey and jen Mm -hmm. and like right now like jen is in a seemingly pretty serious relationship i mean i know it's new but like Dawson's moving into Grams's attic. Totally. You know what I mean? And like Joey is not tied down to anyone. I was like, let her fucking experiment a little bit. Totally. Let her like kind of like mm, get get a little wild. And, and like, also control the narrative about her own identity. Everyone else is calling her a prude. Like, so then she feels like she's a prude as a result. And it's like, right. well, control the narrative about this. Like you can you don't that I don't know if that means you have to fuck people, but like also like explore this, decide this. Right. You define who you are, right. you know, and like that's kind of the point of being a young adult and like also being in college you know i i, I mean 
that was the point of me that's how doing it the experience was sold to me it's like that's how you find who you are in this safe space where you can like fuck around do some drugs and i don't know like it's like a adulthood with training wheels you know yeah like make some mistakes and like whatever um so you want that for her especially since she's been so academically driven and she sees it as her way out and you want her to have the college experience that like people like jen have or Mm. dawson have that like you know she feels like she can't have because she's quote poor you know yeah so i'm happy for this but does it have to be charlie Like, it can be Chad Michael Murray, but does it have to be Charlie? Like, right. after this. Can it be his evil twin? Yeah, after this whole, like, yeah. storyline with Jen. Like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah, so, whatever. Totally. So, who are you rooting for? Um, I'm definitely rooting for Pacey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm rooting for Dawson and Jen still. Yeah. I can't believe Dawson said what he said to her. And I can't believe they don't let him apologize. I definitely can believe he said it. Yeah. But I. Because, like, it's mean, but, like, I can, I understand how people say stuff like that, you sure. know? But, like, then that they don't make him apologize when he was ready to, you're like, oh, we were so Yet close. Again. We Yet were again. so <laughs> close. Like, oh, we my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I'm rooting for Joey and I'm rooting for Audrey. Like, you know, I mm-hmm. want them to all be doing well and good. Yeah. And, like, I love when Joey lets loose. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love, like, I mean, obviously, Drunk Joey's my favorite character. Yeah, yeah. But, like, she doesn't have to be drunk to let loose. Totally. A. Yeah. But also, like, I do love that. And I think she does have it in her. And I'm like, okay, so the show, th- I mean, this is my ongoing frustration with this show. Um, as much as I love it, there's like, you seem to know mm-hmm. what is working and then not do it sometimes. I know, totally. <laughs> like, so I don't really so understand weird. what the game plan was. I know, what's going on here? Yeah. And like, it's weird because they can just have one or two lines that would have fixed this whole thing. If like, we're going to bring Charlie back last episode, they could have just like, right. m- tried to like, make him a better person. Right. You know, like, totally. I don't know. It's so fucked up. Yeah. But here we are. Still fun and friends hanging out. So love it. I'm still really liking season five. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm not to a point where I'm like, ugh. Totally. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm still having much more fun than we were at the end of season four. I couldn't agree more. (laughs) Could not agree more without a doubt. Totally. Okay, for our listener corner, this is from Debbie Mm -hmm. um, um, on Instagram. Uh, Didn't it bother anyone that Jen, knowing that Dawson and Joey are soulmates and had unfinished business, zoomed right in on him again, not even pausing to have sex? I'm all about fun, but her her scruples and loyalty dropped 100 percent. (laughs) Wow. Debbie. I know. Um, I don't agree. I think that Jen, I think that Jen was there for Dawson as a friend and something else happened. Mm -hmm. And I think that happens. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's like, you could say the same about Pacey in season three, you know? (laughs) And then on moreover, can't we say the same about Joey in this episode? Right. I mean, that's what I was about to say too, is like Joey kisses Jen's Mm ex-boyfriend. And (laughs) I mean, if we're going to like totally like, whatever like joey is constantly just lusting after jen's sloppy seconds yeah i know every single person that joey's been with jen was with first i couldn't agree more so you know i i I mean i think that jen is a really fascinating character i think she's a really complicated character there are things she does that i don't agree with there are things she does that i do agree with Mm -hmm. the thing that i love about jen and the thing that i think like particularly in the 90s and early aughts we like 
lost mm-hmm. about Jen. Um, and the, and I think the network lost it too. Yeah. Is that, um, Jen doesn't have to be bad mm-hmm. for Joey to be good. Mm-hmm. And also that Jen having multiple complicated females, female characters mm-hmm. on a show, um, makes the show better. Without a doubt. Yeah. And, and making it messy and not being like, Joey's always good. I mean, that, they do that with Dawson, too. He's always good. And you're like, well, no one's all good. Like, come on. Totally. It doesn't make any sense, you know? So, like, trying to create that narrative is very hard. And, like, you know, it, like, to be honest, like, the whole, like, well, Jen did this knowing that Dawson and Joey are soulmates. It kind of feels like, well... What the, sh- what the fuck Karen fuck Danny knowing that he's married. It's like, why are we blame? Who are we blame? Who's seeking well, blame? Because if we're supposed to elevate this idea of soulmates between Dawson and Joey, then anytime something happens, they're betraying each other. And it's not the other party that's the, the bad person or the enemy sure. or whatever we're trying to make it out to be. Sure. You know? So, like, it's weird that, like... What the fuck does soulmates mean, A? Sure. Like, like we, we haven't, haven't been defined it yet. Yeah. Well, the show hasn't. No, given that's us what I mean. And the, <laughs> I know what I think it means. No, exactly. In the realm of the show, they're like they're soulmates, and you're like follow up. Mm, what does that mean? Well, because I mean, what I see is two people who love each other, mm-hmm. who have a, a history together, yeah, who don't want to lose each other, and that so deeply do not know how to not lose each other Mm -hmm. that they are like fucking up left right and center when it comes to each other and that's actually a really interesting narrative totally yeah yeah yeah. and i'm here for that narrative the problem is is that ascribing the soulmates to it Mm -hmm. like it allows the show to like cut corners to Mm -hmm. be quite honest and then things stop making sense Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, that's the problem is that it's like, well, they're soulmates, so we don't have to explain why X, Y, Z thing. And I'm like, but actually, you fucking do. I know. Yeah. And it's interesting that some people potentially, like, it sounds like what Debbie's saying, takes away that, like, Jen moved in on Dawson knowing that they're soulmates when it's like, well, Dawson's saying Joey's his soulmate and, like, he's kind of moving in on Jen knowing that, you know. Well, and also... Jen was being a friend to Dawson. Yeah, I, I didn't really get an ulterior motive from Jen no. the whole time, other than like, you're my friend, and it's not ulterior. She was flat out like, I don't know what to do, but I want to be there for you. And that's what she was doing. Yeah, and much the, the same time. way that I wasn't really getting an ulterior motive from Joey with mm-hmm. Charlie in this episode, where yeah. it was like, yeah, I mean, the the history makes me a little uneasy, mm-hmm. but like, what I'm actually getting is not like a, an ulterior motive. Yeah. You know? Totally. Like, I definitely agree the way that you know katie holmes acts it you don't feel like it's ulterior but it's hard not to see it that way because of the history of joey's character totally um not that she's like inherently fucked up but she does have weird boundaries with jen and like you know so like i could see something at play in her mind you know so it's it is interesting totally um but and i also do think that they pause to have sex to be honest (laughs) who jen and dawson like they kind of did have a beat where they waited you know before they fucked where she was like are we gonna do this it felt like you know also like you're 18 people fuck man i know totally without a doubt yeah like so um for not a girl not yet a woman hashtag free britney hashtag free britney (laughs) i'm gonna answer i'm gonna ask a question okay which is that right now in the show 
we have Joey and we have Jen. Mm-hmm. I, no offense to Audrey. I just yeah, want to yeah. focus on the two of them. And Joey, like, seemingly, like, in this episode won't even kind of acknowledge, like, kiss. Like, she kisses Charlie, mm-hmm. like, after Audrey kind of dares her mm-hmm. to kiss someone. Mm-hmm. And then we have Jen, like, in her first, like, as she says it in this episode, healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that, like, these are milestones on the way to womanhood? I think for both of them that, like, these narratives of Joey kind of loosening up mm-hmm. and Jen kind of, like, growing up a little bit. I mm-hmm. mean, maybe that's not the word I want to use, but you know what I right. mean? Like, having this healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that, like, for our fe- our female characters, mm-hmm. um, like, that that... I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, my first thought from what you're saying is that that still is implying that womanhood is as a result of actions towards men, you Mm, know? And mm. so, like, I want to say no, Uh you know? Like, I don't think having a healthy relationship makes you a woman, you know? Um, Because I I just want to imagine that womanhood is a result of, like, outside of men defining it. Sure. However, like, I do think there's elements of truth to what you're saying because, like, it's like, oh, she has a healthy relationship. She's, like, becoming a woman and stuff like that. But, like, this is kind of part of the problem is, like, well, what? So, like, because a man is actually treating her nice because, like, these other – the unhealthy dynamics she's had have not been Jen's fault, you know? like. People treat her like shit, you know? Uh-huh, like, I, know. I mean, like, if we're going to, you know, give fault to it, like, maybe she sticks around too much, but, like, yeah. that's, you know, part of her journey. But, like, but, yeah. and, like, that's not a blame thing. That's just, you know, like, it, is what it, it is. is what it is in this really fucked up way. But, you know, like, being in a healthy relationship, the people treating her like shit are men just being shitty to her. Like, even like I was saying, like, Charlie doesn't say, like, yeah, you. it was both. Like, we didn't talk about it we didn't talk about it like you know like I could see why like that's the whole thing is it's fucked up with these scenarios of like well we we never said we were exclusive and it's like well we never said we weren't either so if you want to get in rhetoric come on you know like the stop it you're right we didn't say that but we also said we weren't so like there we go we're still in the same situation we were which (laughs) is like that you're fucking around and like what I'm more problematic is is that you were hiding it from me if you didn't think this was an issue when I came over and Nora was here you'd just be like oh Nora's here yep you know what I mean so like that you being shady is what we're talking about is that you are actually lying to me right you know and then now you're trying to fall back on like well we didn't talk about it it's like yeah we didn't we didn't talk about it either way so I would be willing to accept what you're saying um anyways so I don't like I have a hard time thinking that like you know I do however like I do think that there is something to be said for dismantling like the person you think you're supposed to be like mm. Joey and Jen doesn't think she can have, she should have a healthy relationship or she she's allowed it. to, yeah. or she deserves to. Mm-hmm. And why does she think that? Because all these people are fucked up to her about her sexual past, you know? Right. And like, and Pacey to like, you know, our two sexually abused kids, they both feel that way. Sure. You know, that they're not worthy of like what they want and they're not worthy of people being proud of them, oh, yeah. you know? Respect. And yeah. yeah, you know, and like, also for Joey, part of her journey is to, you know, not feel like there is a binary, that a good girl doesn't have sex or that like mm-hmm. that part of her identity means she she's not allowed to have in order to be this like, quote, good girl. Right. When you're like, well, you're not a girl anymore. Don't you want to be a woman? You know, but so like I do think that that is part of like the larger 
you know, existential part of her growing up, like, you know, but then that like brings into the fold, a bigger picture, which I'm constantly trying to grapple with is like, are you, when you're grown up, are you a woman? You know, is that what that means? You know? Yeah. And like, in which ways do I define myself as a woman? Which ways do I don't, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so that's where it's hard, but like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know if like, like, I just personally don't really have that much of my sexual identity wrapped up in who I am, but that's who I am personally. I don't like, I don't see that. Like, I understand why people do, you know what I mean? It's just not part of my unique elements that I use to define myself. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, it's funny, actually, after our, our episode last week, I was talking uh, or talking, I was thinking, mm-hmm. I was not talking to anyone. Talking I to alone. yourself. I was talking to myself. <laughs> In my head. In my head. Um, <laughs> I was like, let's hope. Yeah. I was talking, I was thinking um, a lot about like the ways that I have trouble sort of totally being mad at Joey about certain things. Mm-hmm. And like, there is this part of me that's like, I, I also like want to bring into this conversation thinking about how we all have to start dismantling the patriarchy that lives within us mm-hmm. um, from different spots. Right. Totally. And like, you know, I, I guess for me, that's where Joey gets some leniency is like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what spot does she start at? Because like, mm-hmm. you know, she seems like a kid who like has to not think about that almost at all. And thinks basically just about what the effects are on mm-hmm. her. Like that she has to live in this world that like, a bunch of men made a bunch of choices mm-hmm. and now she's living this life that she's living. Totally. You know? Yeah. And, and that's hard. So that's like where I have this space mm-hmm. um, for her. And I mean, I have, I, I have a lot of space for Jen too, because of that right. same thing. Right. Like, is it's like, these are two women where a lot of men have, have like, acted a lot on them mm-hmm. in ways that then they have to continue to deal with for a very long time right and like what does that mean and like I don't know it's like the fact that the, the these two characters grow mm-hmm. and change mm-hmm. and like and like even in this episode when Joey is like standing up for Jen and yeah. is like not happy with Jen right now, but is standing yeah, up for totally. her. I was like, that is some fucking growth from Without Joey Potter. Yeah. And Jen, like being like, I'm going to walk away from this conversation right now mm-hmm. because like, I don't, whatever's happening right here. Like, I don't want to be a part of it. Like yeah, that yeah. felt like growth too. Totally. You know what I mean? Where like before, you know, I mean, she did tell Henry to leave a couple of times and she's told people to leave, mm-hmm. but like just removing herself and being like, no, right. I don't need this. Yeah. And she, with Henry was quick to always like break up with him and yeah. you know, they had that kind of break I up mean, and get she, back she, together. She, it should have stuck. You under, like, I totally agree with you, <laughs> but like you kind of get the vibe where she's like, okay, I'm not going to jump to conclusions and break, or I'm not going to just break up with him. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I want to work on this, but I need to get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, but which it's I, not going to go well. I do feel like is growth. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think. Totally. Cool. Yeah. This episode's good, though. I love it. Charlie's stupid, but. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone, for being here, making space with us. You know, we're in the good part of season five, (laughs) so we're (laughs) excited about that. Mm -hmm. Um, We hope you all are doing well and staying safe, you know. Keeping yep. your mask on. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, get vaccinated if I you guess, haven't like, already. Get, 
I don't know, look into a booster? Do we need that? What a nightmare. It's it feels unclear. so selfish. <laughs> yeah. And it's unclear whether, I don't know. There's still half of the world unvaccinated, but we're getting another shot. Okay. Anyways, it's complicated, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Make sure you're registered to vote. There's some wild shit happening, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and it's a it's a crazy time to be alive, unfortunately. Um, yeah, but we did it, Joe. So great. Um, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Defund the police. Yep. Stop Asian hate. Yep, yep. Honor our treaties in line three. Mm-hmm. Ooh, gosh. What time to be alive. Support IATSE. Yes, we support all labor movements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the votes have been yet. Uh, yeah and we're recording this early in the future I, <laughs> yeah to go we're from the past so um but yes we are i'm personally excited to see a lot of labor take power of their situation and that's very very exciting yep. um agreed it's you know interesting but exciting uh so yeah you can find us on instagram and twitter at dawson's critique you can email us dawson's critique at gmail.com um we want to shout our boy Kilia for making our theme song you can find him on instagram at go freaking crazy uh you can follow my finsta at aaron.hensley we a capitalism corner we've got merch bit.ly slash dawson's critique um and we have a patreon we're gonna do our i guess I don't, I can't do math in my head, but the skulls episode will be out either right before this or right after this. Not yep. sure. Sometime. <laughs> Sometime. Um, so that's very exciting. And we have our new, um, you know, pull up for what our next film club will be. And we're going to have some guests on there. We think mm-hmm. we're scheduling that. So like, you know, if it doesn't work out, you understand, but we're pretty sure it's going to happen. So that's very exciting. If you want to join us over on Patreon, we're having a lot of fun over there. It's patreon.com slash Dawson's Critique. And as always, you can order our book, I Remember Everything, Life Lessons from Dawson's Creek, available wherever you get your books. We'll shout out to Sundance Bookstore in Reno, Nevada Cool. Um, this week. Uh, they're a great bookstore, and uh, you could get our book from them if you would like. Amazing. Please like and subscribe, write a review um, wherever it is you get your podcast. Thank you so much to those of you who have. Uh, we really appreciate it when you do. And um, it helps us a lot. So thank you. Um, you can find me online at Pesty1079 on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for being here with us. We love you. We love you. We'll see, see you next, next week. week. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over.